Hi guys, welcome to the Sunday for Food podcast. We are back again. Um, yeah, today I've got my co-host back, finally. <laughs> um, well, actually, no, the episode we recorded before this one yeah. does not capture what you, what you were out to exactly. before. So, <laughs> was, yeah. I was a little indisposed, cool, guys, cool, you know? Cool. But, yeah. Life happens. Yeah, so life happens, unfortunately. <laughs> my co-host was not with me last time because, yeah, he was... Indisposed. What was the word again? I was, I was physically incapacitated. Okay, get to elaborate. Um, yes, on a, I on a, on a Friday night, actually. I, I couldn't move. I could. It wasn't safe to drive. You know, okay. I, it would have been unsafe for me to drive to the studio. Oh, okay. You couldn't move, and it would have been unsafe for, for me to drive. To drive. Yeah, because okay. so like guys, you know, I'd have been impaired. Okay, significantly impaired. <laughs> Look up, that's what you want, guys. <laughs> but yeah, Charlie, uh, welcome to another episode. Thank you so much for working with us so far. Um, this is a Sandy Fufu podcast by the Gold Coast Report. Um, my name is Donald. I'm here with uh, Zogba, my co-host. And today we have a dope-ass guest uh, with us, um, the one and only Mr. Ole Salvador. Shalom. Yes. Peace. <laughs> Thanks Charlie, for what, what's guys. your thing? Deep throat what? Hey, Charlie. No, is it, is it, no, I'm just trying to... It's a genuine question. Deep throat, throat. is deep throat? BTS is okay. Actually, yeah, what's the deep story Deep throat sauce, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What, does, what, does <laughs> <that> <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? I genuinely don't know what I have created, honestly. Because, um, uh-huh. you know when Kendrick Lavoie came to Ghana last year? Yeah. Okay, somewhere in June or July, I think. I remember, yeah. Yeah. So there was a tip-off that he was in Ghana. Mm-hmm. And people were not too sure. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, I remember go. you broke that story because exactly. like people were texting me because I'm a Kendrick fan. Uh-huh. Like, yes, Kendrick yes. is in yes. Ghana, and I was like, okay, yeah, You're because Kendrick this was, too. yeah, okay. I, I'm not, I'm not really much, but I'm more of a J Cole fan. Oh, okay. okay. So I think we were in a space, we were in a two space, yeah. the listening space where we talked about our unspeaking Kendrick's um, album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but none of us knew. Now, in fact, none of us thought that he would come to Ghana. Nope. Too. Like, yeah. So myself, when I was like, huh? But then he kind of like sparked this curiosity to just go look after the story like just just go just go find mm-hmm. if indeed it's true yeah and then i don't know i just found my way i, I can't really recall what i did but i just called someone who right. would know this and it was a she okay. okay okay so she told me what was happening and indeed shared some you know classified Details. information with right. me so and i've always wanted to use deep throat source because okay. of the Watergate scandal, those those if anybody has done communication journalism, they know oh, that story very well. Okay, that was the only time that deep through source term was used. Because like if you don't mind, can you like briefly just give us an give idea us an idea of what, what it is? Yeah, for people who don't so, know. Yeah, so so know. it's it's like one of the I don't intend it's a political show, but it was one of no like one of the biggest corrupt you mm. know cases or events in in, in the US, right? And um, there was this particular guy who was given a particular FBI agent some information that nobody mm. nobody could tell right right at any time he stood before whether it was a judge stood before other people he kept referring to that guy as a deep source. source oh you get okay. it and that was what led to the revelations and the exposure okay. of some so for example if right now in this current government there are some deeply like what Manasseh Dems and mm-hmm. Anas Dems are using yeah. right Whoever is giving these guys tip-offs are known as deep throat sources. So oh. snitches, basically. snitches, basically. Yeah. Like okay. Proper snitches, yeah. exactly, but in a professional <laughs> way. <laughs> okay. You know, so I I just used it like, I just used it because I had to protect her identity because they had signed some NDAs. Okay. You get it, and I had to make sure that it never led back 
to her. And this is not someone I even follow on Twitter for you to say, oh, right. you are going to check yeah. my followers. And then this is someone I've known about eight, seven years ago. Right. Okay. So I, I just called her. I'm like, yo, I know you may have an idea, but don't give me the full gist. Oh, don't worry. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. But just keep anonymous. So oh, I'm like, cool. okay, how do I do that? That's great, man. You yeah. get it. So, and I had chanced on the Watergate scandal thing years ago. Mm-hmm. And it just fascinated me, but I didn't know the time would come where you I will find call yourself yeah. <laughs> the deep source. You get it. So I'm <laughs> like, okay. And even how I put it, I just put it as the S O U L C. I didn't put it as S O U C E. S A U C E. So when I put it there, to be very honest, I went to bed. Because really, who cares? <laughs> I mean, and I woke up and my phone it was just blew being, up. Yeah. I was like, ah. Then I saw that he had entered America Twitter. Oh. But the focus wasn't because Kendrick was in Ghana. The focus it was, was deep 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 source. Source. Deep from yeah. what? Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? Like, somebody <laughs> told me before later, he clicked that he had some kind of sexual. Really? So it didn't click for you? No, because no, like, he was thinking about it from the so, scandal. Exactly. Oh, okay. And it was like the Americans were actually helping me explain to other Americans that, yo, learn class, dude, learn your whatever in school. Right. Like, what happened with my Amata Edu situation? I'll talk about that later. <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, what's going on? And then, of course, you know, our Ghanaian brothers and sisters were also just, you know, bantering over and I'm yeah, like, okay, cool. Charlie, and then that was throat. what actually started, or shall I say, more like, more or less amplified that brand in a way. Right. And I said, okay, instead of making it S-O-U-R-C-E, why don't I make it S-A-U-C-E? U-C-E, because right. the news is hot. It. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the news it, yeah. is hot. It's like pepper. It's like, yeah. you know, and that was how I actually aligned with my market. Mm. That my community would want me to bring them exclusive news. Yeah. You know, although I think the community is not real, the market is not ready for a TMZ kind of mm. news because right. it's, some of these things you, you need to Embrace it in a particular way, That's but Ghanaians are not really. Some Ghanaians are not really up there yet. They like it when Shade Room and TMZ does it because it's far away from, from exactly. Them. But when it's very close, they tend to be very like yeah. when when you say that. Who are you referring to in particular? The people receiving the news. Or, yeah, the people receiving or the, the people news. the news is about. No, the people receiving, receiving the, news. the news. Even really? even to, to to some extent, the people who now people can tell me that okay, bro, you can put this out there because I know you will not trace back to me. Mm-hmm. But first, they won't tell you. So some, I have friends who work in industry and they'll tell you that, bro, I don't know whether I should talk to you as a journalist or as a friend. As a friend. I don't know yeah. if you take me away. Right. But what I... <laughs> take me away? Yeah. I feel like, yeah. I feel like yeah. I'm in trouble. I feel like there's some tree translation. <laughs> so what do we call? Oh, <laughs> you know, so I'm like, no, if yeah. you want me to break the news, I'll break the news in a way you will like it. Yeah. You know, because I feel like it's a gap that needed to be filled. Filled, sure. And I think I'm doing my best it's also inspired other. So then that means it's more about the people the stories are about. Them. Yes, it's, it's at first I thought it was more about them, but they you know obviously you are feeding to people when you're yeah. on social media you are feeding to a community. Because I would imagine that the you know? audience would want to hear like Donald. We, you are, no, I, think, really? I think you're overestimating you'll Ghanaian audiences. They're like, super conservative. You'd be surprised. No, but we bring to hear the source though. You, you bring you, you bring that news and people will be like ah but like you this thing even yeah, yeah like this thing is this something that you talk about is this yeah. something that people deal with in behind closed ah, doors yeah, yeah, yeah you surprised the kind of things I've seen in my mentions brah. Really? I'm telling you. Yeah, I was yeah. shocked. Wow. Yeah, I actually tweeted that. No, I don't think you guys like the TMZ kind of content because oh, okay. I watch TMZ, I watch Shade Bro. I see these guys, how they do their things, and these guys go find it. You yeah. Know, they go find the news and they bring it to you. Yeah. They, they don't sessionalize it, okay, but Ghanaians are not ready to have that about their own content. You know, like, right now, I'm actually <laughs> curious. Like, 
which comments where you see where you were like, hey, like a week you, you were like, bro, oh, um, like what this? I, 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 I if I start the Shatawali fans, uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I've had, look, I, I never knew I would be that guy to have a block list. Because, oh, look, sure. I've been on Twitter long enough to know that it's something that, you know... Yeah, yeah, it's like a playground. Kind of Someone was saying one time that Twitter is like a big playground. Yeah, like a everyone just... Yeah, playground. do whatever. Just yeah. don't hurt people because I don't personally attack people. I don't mm -hmm. do that. You and I can have, like, a civil argument. You talk your shit, I talk my... I'm sorry, can I... Oh, yeah, you yeah. can cross. Yeah, you sorry. talk your stuff, I talk my stuff. You get yeah. me? So, for us, it's civil and it gives an opportunity for, for us to have a healthy debate Yeah. because I can learn something from you, you can learn something... And sometimes when... I'm talking to a follower I don't even even follow, right? And they have salient points. I'm like, you know what? You're actually right. How much okay. do people who argue with you just to like... People, you know some people, they just argue just to win. Yes. Yeah. They yes. don't necessarily argue to like actually Send your have a discussion. Or yes. Up, yeah. A discussion where we are able to come out of it with some a form consensus. of learning. Yes. Yeah. Some form of learning yeah. or exchange of yeah. ideas. At first, like I, just at first I, would, I would really waste my time and my, my thumbs yeah, on the going keyboard. Back yeah. But now I've been able to separate people like that away from people who genuinely want to be curious and find out where I'm coming from. You know, like the Amaita Edu situation. I don't know if you guys saw what happened. Mm -hmm. You know, I was tweeting to a community that did not know about Amaata Edu until Bernard Boy's music came into the picture because mm -hmm. that interview introduced certain people to Amata Edu. Right. People thought I, I went to school in Ghana, so I should know about her books. But the gag here is the school I went to did not use Amaata Edu's books. I honestly feel they the use same. Charles yeah, Dickens, like, they use uh, yeah, um, Thomas Hardy, far from the Madden crowd. They use they use books that yeah, were known yeah. like so. If you True. are coming to me and you think because oh it was a curriculum you were introduced you, you were introduced to, I wasn't introduced to that curriculum. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So when people were mentioning her books and stuff like that, I didn't know Ama Atta Edu through her books. I knew her through music and I knew her through her interviews. I didn't even know she was a politician until Bernard Boy used her, and I went to check and see that she was actually a politician in the in the early 40s or early 60s. Some people don't know that, mm -hmm. you know. But the kind of mentions I saw, yeah. it was straight attack. Like, who, who do you think you? And this was coming from a community, and I understand, you know, because if someone outside my industry wrote an ignorant thing about somebody I revere, I would feel a particular way. Yeah. But I won't go and attack the person. I'd rather say, hey, you know what? This guy is actually a big deal in our space. Yeah. Like recently, uh, Lukaku and Megan The Stallion. Yeah. If you see the followers of Megan The Stallion who don't know Lukaku, you should see the kind of things I write about Lukaku. You can't blame them because that's yeah. not their industry. Mm -hmm. Right? So in that yeah. case, what do you do? You educate. But in my case, which is why I say Ghanaians are not ready for things like that. Yeah. It's a straight, straight attack. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's vitriol. school. Yeah, it's vitriol. Oh, bro, it's it's, it's, it's yeah. crazy. It's yeah, the only fans in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wipe this out with them. Let's bro, <laughs> I so I don't I don't tweet about Shatawali anymore. Yo, but this Shata thing, man, like this, like the number of, um, like people in the media that are really staying clear off of him. No, bro, it's crazy. It's crazy. People have threatened me. People have told me that they don't want to see me anywhere close to their events because they could hurt me. Wow. And I'm believing this because <clears throat> Kobiche has suffered that before. Kobiche got slapped by a Shatter fan. Whoa. Oh, yes. It's, it's, it's a story that is... I always know, find blocked. stuff like that weird, you right? Know, so I, like, I don't want to even risk oh, it. Why, why, yeah. why, would, why are people being aggressive towards people in the media? I find that so weird. Because like, it's your job, <laughs> right? It's like, it's like, 
I'm serving you a burger. Yeah. I don't like the burger, so I'm gonna slap you. Yeah, that's that's what that's it is. Yeah. Your, that's your job. So it's much so that when burger, when Shutter right? actually does something great, and this is why I said that I wouldn't I wouldn't do it, not because Shutter did something and I'm bashing or something. Now, nah. even when Shutter does something great and I talk about it and I tweet about it, maybe he hit a particular milestone, or maybe he does something great for himself, and I tweet about it. These same people still come and say it's fake. Yeah, <laughs> they come and say, "Look, oh, you are trying to get on our good side, bro." Yeah, if Shatter misbehaves, I write about exactly. it. Yeah. If he does what well, I yeah. write about it, and that's the only thing. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the Stoneboy fans have come to see about me. When Stoneboy misbehaves, I talk about it. I was like, "Bro, I don't think you should be doing that, 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 that." And when he does what well to, so now the Shatter fans will come and say, "Oh, you see that I give you energy," and I'm like, "Bro, you guys confuse me a lot <laughs> because <laughs> in truth, they said they offered you a panel any appear like." The guy is doing great things. I'm talking yeah, about it. Yeah. When he does something that I know wouldn't or I think shouldn't be done, I talk about it. Right. Yeah. But you guys haven't moved away from that. You 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 see, Shatter is like a god to these people, yeah, right? Sure. Like you cannot. It's like it's like the Bayhai fans and then the Lumba fans. Okay. Then Lumba cannot do wrong. <laughs> yeah. No, it's crazy. Was he the one who? Well, there was a story where he went like he, he was agreed to perform at a gig. And then when he went and he saw the audience, the, yeah, he, like he, as in he initially thought it was going to be a small yeah, audience. Yeah. When he saw that it was mm-hmm. a huge audience, he was like, "Whoa, this is a huge audience." I yeah. wasn't expecting this. Okay, yeah. let's renegotiate. Let's renegotiate. Yeah. Right Money. at the venue. Yeah. yeah, all these things you hear about the. And they thought he was joking. No, no, he but didn't. then he was serious. He left. Like, yo, let's. Yeah, and yeah, he, he didn't perform, right? Yeah, he left. That's crazy. He left. That is crazy. And so even someone, with that, his stance said he's right because that Lumba is an icon. Yes, we get it, but, but some Charlie, of these characters you cannot. They signed the contract. Yeah, yeah, there are some you definitely yeah. need yeah. to call that's, out. That's, yeah. that's that By holding them accountable, sometimes it's just so confusing. Yeah. Right? So in our time, where you have our parents having that Lumba type of person, in this time is Shatawali. Right. You have to be careful what you say about Shatawali. Yeah. You know because the the seem as the seem as like some it's like an idol like yeah. they worship him. You yeah. Know? And. I wouldn't want to risk my life for or something your, or like your health, that. You get right? me? So or I would push my well energies be. to people who would actually appreciate my work. Yeah. You know, and for, for some reason amplify my work. You know, they notice that okay, I'm being very objective. Mm-hmm. You know, right. when the black sheriff thing started, I the same thing. Some the way I built my audience, it was because just because I wanted to follow the story people weren't following. Right. Because mm-hmm. I knew that the media naturally. Having sat outside of it and I've come into it, I realized that we only follow the sensational headlines. The we don't really do like deep digging. Recently, I did some deep digging on the self Ghana situation. I went there myself to find out why is the guy coming into the place to put sand and spoil the whole thing. And I went to hear both stories. I clearly could tell it was just a land dispute issue. You get it, but before I could even say Jack News had gone to another mass media that it was supposed to be a hub for LGBTQ plus. Right. Yeah, that was <laughs> wild to me, man. <laughs> Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? But yeah. the true story is, the lady who owns both spaces, this is a Safe Ghana office and the Vibrate Studios as well yeah. as a skate park, she got duped. Yeah, I mean, you broke the story, yes. right? You were the one. Yeah. Exactly. And she, she I mean, it was deep. clear that that was the so case. So imagine if that story time. wasn't out. Right. Mass media and all those who have connected uh, connected the mass media will think, indeed, it's because that place has become a hub. Right. No, but even groups. if that place has become a hub for LGBTQ, that, like, so what's the, like, people, the guys were there to sort of claim land, yes. right? So how, what's the link between no, the, that the and the link LGBT? here is, and also once again, comes back to reportage. Ah, uh, okay. It makes it look like 
that is why the guy has sent people because obviously Ghana and how we look. Uh, yeah, we have a, yeah. To separate and reclaim his land. Oh, right. The, the reportage was, oh, I've given you a land or I've sold or I've, I've leased the land to you to operate a particular service. Okay. Or knowing to me, you have turned it into a brothel. Something else. You yeah. can get what I'm saying? Yeah. So that is, the, that is the, the mindset. But we will go in there and say, no, this is what the true story is. So you say the story of this one, you say the story. And what I do is I do not apply my biases. Mm. I leave it to the audience to interpret it however they want. So if it is news I'm breaking, I'm breaking the news and leaving yeah, it you're at just that. Reporting, I'm just yeah. reporting it. Right. However you interpret it, that is you. That's okay. Right? But when I want to do my own commentary, you see, you see, you, are, you can actually identify the tone I use. That, okay, I think so, 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 so that is when I'm doing maybe music reviews or I found a new artist and stuff like that. Some people even think I'm paid to do that, but the truth is I'm not paid to do it. I just feel like we need people who can start the conversation so that we can also inspire you have your own interests like yeah, things that exactly you know, you know you i just like, just want to talk yeah, about want to talk recently about, i put out a bottle okay. a bottle of water i bought from from my malcolm and the water just i don't know i couldn't remove it from my mouth <laughs> so i'm like what is in this water yeah. so i just put it out there someone thought i was paid to do that paid to do that but okay. after the digital manager for that particular company called me that he's seen the tweet about his uh, his water his water product whatever he wants to send me boxes wow that's crazy what's the name if i may ask i'm just curious to be honest i asked him i've been forgotten <laughs> <laughs> i mean nowadays there, there, there's quite a few brands out exactly there, so, yeah. and people have me say, oh, no 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 there's another one slim fit i said no no this one when I put, I can't remove it. Something is there's something, some sauce. Something, some, something, something sauce. Is <laughs> it's the deep throat sauce. It's the huh? deep throat <laughs> sauce, bro. Something in it. Yeah. I mean, before okay. So before we get into our conversation, mm. too, I'm just curious. Like when it comes to accountability and stuff like that, right? Obviously, with what you're doing and the reputation you're building for yourself mm. and the space mm. you're in, mm. some of these people that you work with mm. or. Mm engage with some mm. of them you build relationships with, yes definitely right? yeah how do you navigate that tricky situation of charlie someone that you've built a really great bond with or relationship with now yeah, for reporting them on negativity uh that's 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 a very good question because i've always wondered how that would be <laughs> yeah um so you does that mean you haven't you haven't so far found yourself no in i i have sticky situation? i have okay. i i'm a beam native i love stoneboy okay right and so um, I can I, talk about what happened at his album. Yes. Okay. So I woke up to see that video trending. You saw that video, right? When oh, he, okay. you know, he said, he said what he said. It was just a foul comment or a remark on whoever thought he was the dancehall king. Yeah. In something. Okay. I think Zubba didn't see it. So <laughs> okay. we'll just let him give him context. So I think it was his album or was it a single it was album? An, I know, the album party. Album release, release party. party yeah. Okay. And... They were partying, stuff like that, and he, in his excitement, I think he said, I th you know, he has this um, running, um, is it beef or? Well, someone who says rivalry. rivalry. Rivalry, sort of. Yes, yeah. with Shutter, right? Yeah. And he's, and there's like, they are basically trying to claim who is like the original Dancehall King. Dancehall King. Okay. And then what he, I, I can't remember exactly what he said. Yeah, so he said, whoever, whoever thinks they are actually the Dancehall King, the Mamwada. Oh, I see. You okay. get it. Okay. But, well, after he granted the interview to say that that's not, he wasn't, it wasn't a direct attack. Oh, sure. Right. <laughs> right. Sure. Now, my, when I saw it, I was, I was heavily disappointed. I asked where a lot of people. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. recently he has had, 
a lot of positive. Exactly. And know, I didn't headlines. think he needed any of that to give it, whether as a PR or something. Because look, you've had a big label come to join you. You've, we've seen one of the, if not one of the most inspiring, impactful album activations of our time. Since um, Shatawale's reign, mm-hmm. you know, you've had a good run in terms of activating your music, activating your album. And that was needless, absolutely needless. So when I woke up, I was very conflicted because I have interfaced and interacted with himself and Stoneboy's team for time, even before I became who I am today by the grace of God. I, I've been, so I was very conflicted and I knew before I could even say Jack, someone has already said, shut up, fun, I've already entered my mention to say, ah, uh-huh. so you there, you, you do your thing, you know, go talk. But if you want, if you be but shut up there, like by compos- now. I was just about composing it to say, bro, <laughs> And even when I did it, they still came to tell me that why didn't you I check. mention his name? Why didn't oh, I tag okay. him? Right. You know, so relationships are definitely important. And the, 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 I, I can tell you the same with Afrochella. Afrochella and I had, you know, like some serious, well, one would think it wasn't serious, but, you know, they actually thought, you know, I was on some kind of agenda to mm. on because of the Coachella situation because when the Coachella right. thing came out yeah, I, I think like you did broke. a lot of yeah reporting exactly on that as well. yeah. you know so the 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 feedback or the, the I don't know what the impression was was you know as a fellow Ghanaian I should try and you know help support I'm like, I'm like bro my job is to amplify the news and I'm very selective on the type of news I amplify right. because I am called I feel like I am called to our generation and their culture right the other mass media have their community look they don't care about coachella um suing afrochella it won't, it won't make the news on adam fm yeah <laughs> it won't make the news yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's a good point you yeah, that's true yeah so i feel like we need to be able to raise journalists or culture i i, I even call them culture journalists not just entertainment culture journalists that will be equally interested in matters like these to educate to create um, an avenue for people to provide solutions. When Obrafo and the Drake thing happened, immediately I set up a space. I called young lawyers who probably wouldn't get the chance to be on mass media. That's true. To come onto the same space where we are all a part of, and it was beautiful. They were just, I was just in on the space, I'm like, wow, I want to be a lawyer too. Because they were just talking yeah, law and what it meant and everything. You don't need to go and call some big man lawyer it's true. from somewhere. They have been given a space to exactly, express themselves. You, you know? know, so why yeah. can't we be like that? You know, like th- that's a good point you made about culture journalists. Mm-hmm. I hadn't really thought about yeah. it that mm-hmm. way, mm-hmm. but I would say that even with GCR, right, mm-hmm. what we are mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. podcasting, mm-hmm. that was the general idea. Uh-huh. You know, for why we started podcast uh-huh. because we felt like it gave us an opportunity to create a space mm-hmm. for you know this generation mm-hmm. to have co- compelling conversations exactly. in relation yeah. to what their worldview, like what their uh, exactly. outlook on what life, life is. Life is. Yeah. Like you're saying, yeah. these things are not being, these conversations are not being had on radio, on TV, like, you know, stuff like on That's traditional media anymore. That's why people consume content from complex yes um, youtube we, like people yeah. live on youtube but nowadays, we can also you know? create yeah, our own create you our know yeah. so that's what i, I identified so i'm like you know what so if if it's a um what do you call it a, a, a capping polo and all those things there's a community for them yeah you know but when it comes to our ends where you know an, an, an array or something you know yeah. we don't have people that are really championing that and sometimes to <laughs> the loneliness the loneliness of having to do because bro it's a very narrow road 
It's a very narrow road. I don't get invited to some of these things. But now, they notice that I have a community that they also want to tap into. So mm -hmm. now they get, they get to come, or they come around. But then they, they do need to come into some, some of these things. Yeah. And also things because of the foundation I built for myself at City. <clears throat> when I was at City, I had the likes of Ben and Avlet mentoring me. Mm -hmm. You know, Simon himself was mentoring me. I had you know, a number of people who were. And I said, you know what? Why don't I do what they are doing, but flip it into yeah. my interest? Where you are holding people accountable. I met the Deputy Minister of Tourism, Arts and Culture on Peace FM. Peace FM. I got caught by Peace FM because I went to Tidal Reef. They didn't do something right. I spoke about it. It went viral. Man, I feel Echo like House. Tidal Reef is always. Bruh. Every time there's a Tidal Reef, <laughs> Echo something House, they train. And now we are friends. Bro. <laughs> now we are friends. Echo House were definitely not happy because they yeah. thought, you know, because it hasn't happened before. But why would you go for an event? come use your platform to put them on blast. Right. But I wasn't putting them on blast. I just said, you know what? These are people who you need to be accountable to and accountable for because we've paid for an experience. So it just starts with one voice. I mean, even then, the whiskey thing was also another exactly, one. Exactly, whiskey, the same thing. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? The mass media wouldn't care. They would just make fun about it. But when we started talking about it on Twitter, they saw whiskey had to, whiskey has never put out an apology. Do you know what that means? Yeah. He's never done that. He can cancel a show and he's okay because it's whiskey. But the rage, the conversations that were, he had no option than to put out an apology. Yeah. That for me is impact. Do you get what I'm saying? It may look small, but we it's are getting to a place. Yeah, we get to a place where now we're having more cultural journalists coming out. <coughs> Marco John Muller, Kielsen, and I'm happy that. Mm. When I started doing this thing, I'm not saying there were no people, maybe the people doing it, but they weren't really getting the amplification. Now, it gives an opportunity. Kennedy uh, Darkum from Kennedy Darkum from Joy FM, sharp guy, brilliant guy. He's been doing this thing, but now he's found a community where the amplification is seen, is visible. Yeah. And for me, it makes me happy that it's possible that a GCR, a Cecilia Accra, everything, all that we are doing, we are gradually creating an ecosystem for ourselves where we can also influence change. Yeah. But me, the goal is until we are able to get the people in power, the people that we vote into these offices, that is the Creative Arts Council, the, uh, the Gamros, the music, all these government institutions that have become some kind of, a, I feel like is a, is, a, is, a, is a shortcut to acquire wealth mm -hmm. and not be accountable yeah. for. You see the way they bring other you know, ministers or government personnel to um, the public accounts committee to come and account for certain things. What was the last time you saw a minister of uh, tourism and culture accounting for money he's been given? Yeah. Every it. year, tourism sector is bringing a report. We, the, the money has come into the system. We have made $3 billion. We are doing the country to GBT. It's great. Where's the impact? Yeah. Who is asking those questions? That's, that's my vision, that it should get to a point where when you get into that office, don't think it's going to be, you know, something yeah, like smooth that nobody, sailing. No, yeah. come and come and tell us, because you are using us for your PR. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Absolutely. When Spotify was giving out money, they thought of sincerely Accra, yeah. yeah, which was a product from GCR. Don't be so. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. He made the news. Everybody was happy. It's PR for Ghana. Yeah. We are doing it here. We are using us. When it, when it's December, you know that oh. You should come to the creatives and you know give them oh you, you come and put your tag beyond the return no <laughs> beyond the return beyond december what are you doing to make sure that 
we are good. Yeah. Yeah. What have you done? What have you created? What What is the visibility of the things that you say you've done in parliament and government for us? That is that, that is that is my goal. That is my vision. So I know it to start small, 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 and gradually we are becoming a digital, you know, nation. So I know that with the other people who have come on board, we are definitely going to have that kind of impact we are looking for. You yeah. know, but it is it doesn't come without a fight because sometimes I, I remember when I got the Mona for real tip off in November 2022 when she was arrested, bro. That was one of the most scariest days of my life. Really? Because the calls I received, random people were calling me. Where you get this news for? Who tell you? You just said you you just said the truth, yeah. bro. <laughs> I was in coma it. I couldn't sleep because now I was scared. Right. What if my tip off too did not tell me? The truth. Yeah. But I've already done my verifications. So now because it's are, a huge story. It's a huge and story. Potentially, there's so many people involved. Exactly. Yeah. And even the fear of defamation. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> you get yeah, what I'm saying? Because you said Charlie then go if you move to exactly. you every hour. You, are, you know. But here's a case where I did my verifications, and you see, that's a, that's another thing about this job. You need to have people that you know that they won't let you down, because they also have their integrity to protect. Yeah. If you have these people around you, you are good to go. And yeah. they have also encouraged me that, you know what? We got you. Yeah. If we don't know, we don't know. So there are some things, if I don't know, I don't tweet about it. Yeah. It's because, because I'm not looking for headlines. I want you, I want to build my brand in such a way that when I put my stuff out there, so far as Olele has said it, it then it's true. credible, yeah. Same with when Kanye West came to Ghana, he didn't actually come to Ghana. When the news was going <laughs> around, Kanye West, Kanye West, Kanye West, I didn't say anything about it because to be very honest, I did you not didn't know, have, yeah, but I did my checks. Fly. I called friends. I, I was able to even get a connection to the diaspora office at the office of the president to find out if it's indeed true. And they said no. So when I finally got, I said, okay, it's time for me to also see that news is not true. Right. And I put it there and lo and behold, it wasn't true. true. Yeah. So I'm not about quick, quick. No, even yeah. if it take me three days to gather the news. There have been times where I've delayed posting certain news because... I didn't want a situation where I built a brand to a point where people know that what you put out there is true. And you put it out there and then it's not true. Yeah. Case in point, the video son, when he died, bro, I'm not scared. Look, <laughs> people were entering my mansion in Nigeria. How dare you pronounce that? Was, oh, Charlie. Bro, the video scene in Ghana called me. One of them called me. Yo, what's going on? Why are you? Why are we with the ASF? No, no, why are you? I was like, Sometimes I don't even know where my sources come from, right? right? But I have one or two people where I call and they tell me that Charlie is true. Yeah. And people were telling but me that's that, crazy, bro. Though, that his team in Ghana me, were not sure about what was going they on. They didn't know. Some of them didn't know because obviously they are. Guy, are they? Are they, they actually his team or they are just people? No, these that are he like these are like activation team with. members. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah. So, so that's, some of them are actually sense. closer to the family. Oh, some of them right. Are really close. So when he right. comes to Ghana, you see them. Oh, okay. You know, so you need at least one person who's close to that circle. Okay. You know, to know about that. And I and I put and look, I had to bring my tweet down. Then finally, when a trusted source from Nigeria put out the tweets, it was more like, oh, well, it was right. Oh, uh, so you took it down? I took it down. The when it finally came much. out I was true, the I told you so in me wanted to do an agenda. Yeah. And then and that's why I love some of my people on Twitter. They'll tell you, bro, it's not worth it. It's people not, yeah, people it's actually DM and tell yeah, me, bro, take it down. And who here? So I have people who actually serve as watches because 
it's actually and it makes so much sense mm. because once you put out something like that it means that you are communicating to those people that mm-hmm. are gender boys mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you are up for the game yeah, exactly yeah. You exactly. get, so you're actually yeah. encouraging them yeah. on that sort of exactly. back and forth yeah. like oh, yeah, yeah. You there know, are so. times where like some of these guys like like you're saying will enter my mentions and you can see they just want to and I'm human yeah. you know I sometimes like yo you can't talk to me like that yeah. like I don't even know you and having that why are you doing this so in my bit to like try and go back and forth with them I have good friends who will DM me back on them they're just random followers like bro you don't it's unnecessary. Yes. Yeah. Bro, so much so that I can't even do Ronaldo and Messi agenda. Oh, Charlie. <laughs> It'd be crazy, yo. Like, I can't do, like, during a World Cup when yeah. I was trying to do some agenda. Bro. bro <laughs> then they stick, move to you. Stick to your stick, stick to you. Oh, oh, bro. Charlie. <laughs> stick to what you know. Stick to what, stick to what, what you know. Stick to what you know. I, I used to play Ole Le Kim because I was a footballer. <laughs> yeah. I was catching in school. Wait, actually, Ole Le is not your actual Ole Le is not my actual Ole Le is just my, my alias. It's not yes, it's Salvador. Salvador is also my alias. Oh, my name right. is Emmanuel Kwame Sapon. Oh, okay. Yeah, but okay. in school, <laughs> because I was catching in yeah, school, okay. I was a Ole goalkeeper Ole. in school. They call hey, me Olele. So, <laughs> so if you come and tell me at you, what do I know about football? What, bro, I could have been playing for the Black Stars. No doubt. No doubt. If I want to go and play football, I should consider myself out of the family. Oh shit! Oh yes, bro. You know what? This conversation, eh, we need we, we need to have that conversation. I'm telling you, the number of guys that wanted to, I don't, not necessarily. Yeah, football is like the most popular sport. sport yeah. But like, go to do like, something. Yeah. yeah. And their parents were like, Charlie, bro, if you do this thing, yeah. you're out. You are either a doctor, a lawyer, or disappointment. These three things. You're either a lawyer, a doctor, or disappointment. Yeah. Oh shit! Man. My dad That's... was a, was an ex-military man. He wanted his son to be a doctor. So I remember when you used to go for peacekeeping missions in Lebanon, Sierra Leone, and them places. When he's coming back, you bring me science books. You know, I I saw <laughs> gas. I saw gas very early before I even got to the stage where I found oh, gas. Because my father wants his first not son. Not very subtle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was, not very Charlie, subtle I with it. Play ball. He's like Charlie, I didn't play ball. Eh? I didn't catch him. You didn't catch him, hey, bro. bro. Like catch him, like bro. But you know, you know what would be funny? Like <laughs> you know how even within the sport, mm-hmm. like. Goalkeeping is looked down on. Ah, yeah. So you said if they come, you know we strike. Bro, <laughs> you know they come strike. And, and you know the funny thing. <laughs> I went to Soul Clinic, right? Okay. Now, Charlie, you know middle income, low to middle income okay, boy. Okay, then you be that, that that be. You see, that's the thing. Yeah. It was just by grace I went to Soul Clinic. Oh, okay. So I go there. I see, no, Charlie, killer's day. <laughs> you said that that be levels bro, big, bro. I was in the same class with uh, uh, Jad Fatal. That was then uh, malt, malt and milk biscuits. Hey, Charlie, bro. <laughs> in son, so in, in nephew or whatever, bro. I was, I was, bro. Uh, serious the, competition, bro. The killers were the day my class. Shangri-La, um, Candice, um, the owner of Shangri-La. I think the grandson or granddaughter. Was also in my school at the time. They just were killers in Sofimi. Yeah. Kibab. Charlie, killers. Charlie, bro. and when I talk about sports, we had basketball and football wasn't really a scene because then GIS and Charlie, yeah. basketball was the only thing they knew. Me, yeah. I don't really know basketball play. So I have to learn yeah. how to play basketball. So when <laughs> yeah. we go for PE, I have to learn how to bounce the ball. And me, I'd be a girl like that because, bro, I have to find a seat. Right. Yeah. You so I, I learned you. I basketball, you. you know, and I had speed. So they made me a power forward. So I was playing the power forward with basketball. <laughs> yeah, Charlie, they told me I used to run the goal. Charlie, if I do get to lay, I lay up the thing, they block me, they block me, I go sit down. Cool. I wasn't the star boy in the school. 
Then he came to football. They were like, no, let's expand our this thing. And I said, cool, bro. That was when I saw that killers, they play ball. They brought boots. Hey. Charlie. Charlie, then time. Vapor um, Nantes. Vapor Nantes. Yeah, Total Nantes, bro. Things like they see for TV football. Yeah. I mean, the closest I've seen. The things with Henri and things they wear. Rooney and things. Charlie, you know the time Winnie, Winnie, Winnie 11, they had this, like, yeah. when the CDs, they have, like, the, the killers in my boots and things. Mm-hmm. That's how far, that's how close I saw these things. Like, these yeah. guys are bringing it to school. Yeah. Charlie. Bro, me, my oh. own, even the Kambua, they wear the same the Kambua. Same one the same <laughs> So they, so they do the selection and things. I said, me, I like to run and cross. I like to run and cross. But even that one, the killer's child. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, you know what? I know you get some play. So let me go and catch. You force right. because a lot of the times when you are going, when you go out to play football with, with the boys, the difficult thing is finding a goalkeeper. goalkeeper Bro, yeah. every time. That was what I Nobody won't catch. Nobody won't catch. Nobody won't catch. So I, I had this tennis boy in the house. At that time, now they leave for some chair by herself. Continue. Even mommy come out. I go in bed top. Then I they throw the tennis ball to the wall. Then I they dive. I they throw the tennis ball. Then I they dive. So I come square. I say, from today, you go I'm catch. Who's goalkeeper? <laughs> so I start. I go ahead. I said, no, nah, Charlie. This I need to. I need to station myself. So small, 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 small. Started playing some teachers and students match, bro. I could pull saves. I didn't know that I could pull. <laughs> it was so, bro. It was so, so, it was so I said the pull. I said no. That, the team that they work for me. Yeah. Yeah. Now they got a beast for. They, they, they like a matter. They, they protect me. Be true. Bro, be if true. you come out, they buy food. But, they buy food like yeah. Because hey. if you find that one person that is, that actually wants to do the thing that nobody wants to do, and they're good at it, and they're good at it, they go hype you. So I was yeah, making myself yeah. yeah right, I was yeah. making myself very dirty. I'm telling you. The Lebanese people, oh bro. They feel the bammy pizza and things. Oh, Charlie. Bah, bah, bah. Oh, Charlie. <laughs> so I left Soul Clinic. I went to Alpha Beta. And when I joined Alpha Beta, same thing. A friend of mine who was in Soul Clinic with me had already told them that I was coming to the school and I was a keeper. The week after was another students and teachers match. So I had to go and, and catch. They didn't really know my name at the time. So when we started the match and the, the other school children wanted to, you know, cheer me on and stuff like that. They didn't have a name because right. they didn't know my name. Mm-hmm. And oh, at the time, nice. the goalkeeper for the Black Stars was Ole Lekinson. Oh, okay. Jige. So, in their bid to express excitement and appreciation, Ole Le, Ole Le, Ole Le, Ole Le, and Ole Le Naka. Fair enough. How old were you? Oh. I think I was, I was like 18. 18? Yeah. Oh, okay. 18 so years. then it stayed with you for like a long time? Oh, yes, he has. Okay. He has. He followed me to church, followed me to my... Bro. Because <laughs> there were times where I didn't... I just didn't want to use it, but I couldn't help yeah, it. Yeah, some names here, Charlie, bro. Like, yeah, I just, I just, just didn't want to use it. And then... They just stick, man. Yeah, and today, Olele has opened doors for me that my certificate from school has not probably wouldn't oh, yeah, nah, it'd be it's, so it'd be crazy. so it'd be so like, that's why I always want to add value just want to keep true. adding value to it and that conversation definitely be one way at some point so, yeah I'll come back come and talk about, about it. like you know boys and their fathers especially firstborn sons yeah. mm. the expectation on them to become something and also our, like some of our fathers also trying to live through us. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You get yep. what I'm saying? Yep. Like, yep. Those conversations yeah. be very my dad, important. Yeah. Like my dad didn't, he didn't complete school. He didn't finish school. You know, so there was that pressure to, you know, so yeah. he, he wanted to make sure that Charlie, his son, he didn't want, to, he didn't want his son to be an example of, oh, Obano. Oh, Obano. 
laces your shoes and you go to school no matter whether you play sulia for beatings whether you play police and thief whatever when you are coming back home you need to be tucked in the same, same way. way yeah your laces should be laced the same way. even if you are dirty be tucked in the same way yeah because the man the house yeah, yeah. bro but you know the interesting thing my dad was a my dad is actually a very loving person mm. so what i learned from him is how to be stern be strict be disciplined and still show love That's, you know because yeah. it did not lead to what we see today where people abuse now nah, my dad didn't teach me that you know you can command authority and not be abusive i mean you would imagine that for someone <laughs> like for a soldier mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. who goes around and sees human beings in so many different difficult mm-hmm. situations yeah like you would imagine that they would understand humanity they, yeah. they would yeah. they would learn some empathy yeah. from yeah. that but this is the kind of soldiers you are seeing yeah even it, it, my dad when he sees them he, he can't believe it that's what i'm saying <laughs> so you'd, be, you'd be surprised man you'd be surprised <laughs> Charlie, that'd be crazy, Charlie. man. But yeah, I mean, thanks for that story, man. You're like, welcome. It's Anytime. really, really appreciated because yeah. you shed some light on so many, like, on a lot that a lot of men, mm. I think, share similar stories. Mm, mm, so yeah, mm, that'd be very mm, cool. Mm, mm. And anyway, yeah, so guys, Charlie, this is Sunday Fufu. Um, please listen to us on all platforms, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast, pretty much. You can check us out on our website, listen to gcr.com. And you can listen to our episodes there as well. Also, go watch, you know, um, YouTube. our YouTube, yes, yeah. as well. Our episodes are also put out on YouTube as well, so you can go check it out. All right, so Zogba, I guess it's time for us to get into the main conversation for today. Chop time, the, no the, friend. The, then times ain't they do that. The meat oh, and yes. bones. Meat oh and yes, bones. chop time. No. That's yeah. why I never did that chimpe game. <laughs> but you know, say you, you know said that chimpe. You release, you release on serious key that game. You say what? Sulia for beaters. Sulia for beaters. Bruh, that be wild though. Like. They give you Sulia on them boys. Bra. Bra. You know what? I was trying to hide. I was, I was trying to... <laughs> <laughs> well, you never played it either, right? I never played it either. Oh, you know, was, was, wow. So as you talk, I was like, that. shit, I'm not going to expose myself. <laughs> You must never play that. Sulia for beatings was a, it's, it's actually a, I don't know if they still no, play it. No, it makes sense. Thing. It yeah. definitely like it's definitely sometimes no boys. So play. what was the like premise? Every time somebody like not make you with a ball, you would get. You beat. know something? Yeah. I think I've seen like it's being played. Like yeah. the ball did a middle. Bro, it's the boys will come, and I think you for keep one leg up. You, no, or? you have to make sure that whatever happens, you don't get. Ah, so your leg be open. Yes, and you don't actually use the conventional football like a chilling sour or maybe this case five or no we so, actually use paper balls oh, because shit. you know it's not it's not fully round right so when you when you hit it the possibility of it taking a detour yeah is very high right right, right. right. so right. you may think that you have closed your legs properly and it will still uh-huh. so actually when they're able to get you is when you make a move to try and not make someone else exactly or get the ball and, get and the then ball. they get because opportunities not to make it. yeah we yeah, all get so it, yeah. but if I have the ball, the goal is to not make you so that you get beat. <laughs> that's it. And that's you a have to game, run. Man. So, if, for example, if it's this wall yeah. that you have to touch to avoid getting beaten, right? And maybe I'm playing on this side. If I run, you I get to you catch it. Double word, double word, adrenaline day. Because, bro, <laughs> by the time you take off, somebody's bro. meeting from this side. Of course. Another person's meeting from this side. Of course. <laughs> you done God. Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy, we even used, that, we but, even uh, used, um, Mango seeds. Oh, shit. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah. Use mango seeds. You know, the hard yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Dry, hard. 
that's what we are using too sometimes. Sounds, bro. Yeah. That sounds like a bro, lot of work, man. That sounds like. And that was even before I went to so you can imagine that was even before I went to Soakling because then I was in services. So oh, okay, okay, school, okay. School. Burma, is it around Burma Camp? Yeah, but Burma Camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The field carriage school. So right. I was. That was where what I came to so clinic. I said, no, they don't play games like that. Said, yeah, ah, no. Come on, <laughs> come on, oh. They go, they play, Charlie, they play different nice vibe. Then they play basketball. Said, bro, was, ah, Charlie, baby, beats me. <laughs> but so clinic, they play Zanzama. Oh, oh, I remember Zanzama. Yeah. Yeah. They played. Wait, did you ever play Zanzama? Cause I never played I mean, that. No, but I, I know what it is. I probably played like once or twice, but I don't yeah. know. Like actually, uh, yeah, I don't remember. But we played some uh, foolish games. I, I might have played one. Yeah, 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 Charlie, Charlie. Pain, the game where they inflict pain. Yeah, <laughs> you <Charlie>. know, like <laughs> I don't understand why. For, you, you know what I, I mean? I like volunteer myself. Games, games are supposed to be competitive, <laughs> yeah, not like no, painful. Like the pain should come in the loss, <laughs> not in the actual like act of. You know, Charlie. The pain should come in the loss. You know what be wild right now? You know, like there's actually. A generation of guys out there who probably don't know what chilling science. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. They probably don't know what chilling science, bro. Yeah, they don't. But that's not strange. They don't even know what the rice master boy is. I know, but do you know what? Because they know what the internet is. And mm. like we didn't like I mean we do, mm. but like, you know, our parents grew up in a time where there was no internet. Yeah. So chilling was their shit. You know? Yeah. Like we grew up in a time where the internet was new. Mm-hmm. To get on the internet, you had to go dun 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 dun. <laughs> You know, like you have have to have a modem. Yeah, you have to have like a a line. So, like you know, like we know what chilling sounds, Mm -hmm. but like Mm -hmm. now you don't really need that. You know, you get get your kicks the other way. Yeah, some part behind. Yeah, you take your leg go hit the hand. Now you get your kicks some other way, yo. Anyway, so yeah, chop time, no friend. Then that be something where they do. Then you know they chop time, no friend. Nah. You they share plus your boy sometimes. Oh, sometimes, sometimes. Okay. I think okay. it, it depended on the on the on the meal. If it's a, there was this pokey and pie that, <laughs> Charlie, that was sold. Uh, you know, yeah. it was especially on Tuesdays and Fridays because Tuesdays you close at two thirty. It's like like half day, half day. So right. When you go and buy, very hot. You know, sometimes yeah, you have to share. Yeah, you know, right, right, I don't right. think I share like a white or jollof. Nah, I don't remember. I don't remember Makes because sense. yeah, because the food and guys don't even reach me. So if I buy a microphone in the corner, they are chopping. Yeah, yeah. 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 So basically, I mean, the idea of chop time, no friend, is like we are all entitled to our own opinions right. on this particular right. issue. Um, I think we've talked a little bit about you know um, how men navigate certain situations, mm. and today we want to have a conversation around grief, how we navigate grief, mm. and also down the line trauma bonding as well, mm. right? So. Mm. I mean, we'll begin a conversation on the grief uh, bit. Do you, in your experience, do you, obviously, we will ask the women mm-hmm. um, how they navigate this, but in your experience, do you feel like there are some significant differences in how men navigate grief, dealing with grief versus how women do? Oh, yeah, definitely, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I think it's, it's as straightforward as, as the question is, because okay. I think it comes back to the... Um, the threshold of what you can take and what you can't take. I'm not speaking for the woman, but I think and I believe that because of some of the feminine or shall I say woman-like situations they face, like you know their periods and all these things in in, in their mind, they, they know what. Or they, the world that we've created for created them. Created for them. Yeah. You know, in their mind, they are designed to to take on certain painstaking, you know, challenges. 
such as grief because grief grief as much as is short is is, is a very long term you know indulgence like you 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 don't know when you're going to come out of it yeah, right women can <clears throat> catch a break you get like well, like <laughs> everything yeah when they take puts you top. understand yeah. you know and sometimes Grief could not even be someone you've lost, like literally, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not just lost. Yeah, it's just, yeah. you know, yeah. aha. And a woman was saying that, okay, my next, that my, my way of getting out of it is finding a rebound, you know. So they, then they, they offload that responsibility onto someone whilst they mm-hmm. use the compassion and the, oh, it's okay, it's going to be fine, to sort themselves out. You know, that is, that is for them. Men, we rarely, we rarely do that. You know, is it that you find some FIFA? We are, we play FIFA from morning to evening. We'll go drink, so, you know, do something. Okay, so I mean, Zogba, I don't know what you think, but like maybe what he's pointing out is that men, women are sort of socialized to confront their grief, whereas men are socialized to engage in things that will distract them, them from, from grief. Their grief. The buffo you just spoke. That's it. <laughs> So, so like, I have, I have the wildest theory on this. Um, I think, I think in general, or like, yeah, in general, women handle physical pain better than men, mm-hmm. and men handle emotional pain better than women. Thank you. So, <laughs> this is, is I, I know it's a very wild theory, but mm-hmm. let, let me see if I can give it. I can, I can ground it in a couple of things. The first thing I'll try and ground it in is science. Right or yeah, so there there are like five dimensions on which people generally rate personality. Neuroticism is one of them, mm. and it is a person's sensitivity to negative emotion. On average, women are more are higher in neuroticism than men, mm. which means that they are more sensitive to negative emotions, and they are not like yeah, so they are able to like they react more strongly to negative situations when they encounter them. So they actively try to avoid them. In terms of oh, like okay, more strong last and it affects them. Yes, exactly. Harder. Affects it affects them. them harder. Exactly. Okay, right. Exactly. So now coming back to what you're saying, when it comes to some like grief is clearly a very negative emotion. Mm, yeah. Like mm, I don't yeah. I don't think like you can grief In any can form. Yeah, yeah, grief can lead to positive things, no right. doubt. Like you can learn from your grief. Mm. But grief is fundamentally a negative emotion. Mm. So grounding it from a scientific like perspective, I would say that they are less like they, they would be less likely to handle grief properly or mm. like like yeah, well, on the right yeah. yes yeah, it makes but also like outside of that like you were saying there's a lot of physical pain that women do like childbirth is painful straight periods are painful straight this is stuff that like they deal with and even like just in general in the world right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because we have on average more muscle mass there are things that we can confront with greater ease phys- there are, like you can overcome physical obstacles easier than they can. So yeah. they deal with physical obstacles are like more they deal with them more mm. on a daily basis. Mm. Right? Because mm. mm. women. Because yeah. we like so, like moving this table might not be difficult or arduous for me. Yeah. Or you or yeah. him. Yeah. But maybe for the average woman, like on average, it would be harder yeah. for a woman. So like yeah. they are they've been able to build coping mechanisms for that. Mm. So now mm. when it comes to like an emotional thing. I think that like men are not expected to express emotion the same way women are. So we've had, and I think I said this on a previous podcast, we've had to find other routes of expressing emotion that don't necessarily have to do with like breaking down. And I think people think, when people think emotion, like this is uh, like 
let me go on a, a small emotional tangent mm. before I come back to grief. But when people think of emotion, they always think of crying, sadness, <laughs> like talk, talking about your feelings, mm. but your mm. feelings not being positive. There are positive emotions too, right? Happiness, like, you know, like excitement, excitement. all of that stuff, right? Like even passion. Passion is an emotion, right? And when a man desires a woman, he is encouraged to show his passion way sooner than women are encouraged to show their passion. Mm. So, it, like in saying that, I would say that men have then had to develop coping strategies to deal with emotional pain mm. more, than, like, have, more than women have because mm. women are allowed to express that. Yeah. And society will embrace and, embrace and provide them with a, a healthy place. Like, we might not... We so are weak much. when you do that. Exactly. We might not so much. So we then have to come up with our own coping strategies. So I think we we are better place to deal with grief. Now, whether those coping strategies are healthy or not, that's a completely different, different okay. argument. Right. But I would say that with like just down to a coping strategies, I think that we have better coping strategies to deal with grief. Yeah, than because we've been put in that position to have yeah. to yeah. Of them, right? Yes. Yes. Even as even as a child, as a as a boy child, you know, you're not allowed to cry. Yeah, like you're not encouraged to do things. Not like even that, boy right? child. That's a just man. <laughs> yeah, like you're a man. Men don't do this, right? Yeah. And that's why that's why you see people, you know, capture their brothers, you know, crying because of a heartbreak. I think it's, it's, <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. Yeah. I think it's comedy content to put out to just because you yes, because even him as a guy, he's been conditioned that oh, Jack. Why are you crying? Yeah, you know, but that's well, him. Team, exactly, you know, but that's him expressing his emotions. Yeah, there. because your emotion, you, you, you cannot express something you're not directly connected to. It's yeah. impossible. Yeah, okay. Unless, of course, you, you were a brilliant actor, and even with the actors, when they read the script, they have to be the character. That's the thing. You In have, the script, yes, you have you to have, connect. You have, that's yeah. absolutely you get what I'm saying. True, so yeah. whether it is excitement, it is sadness, whatever, it is the expression of what I am connected to. Yeah. If a girl breaks my heart and you come and cream my face. For no time is oh Charlie bro Charlie why every time the girl break my heart <laughs> and no no but you know, okay. through, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. but you know the funny thing about heartbreak like heartbreak actually has like it has physical effects it on has. people it's not just like people Charlie think it's just an emotional to... thing like there are actual physical effects to heartbreak because whatever is going on in your head affects your body exactly too. that's the thing like yeah. if you feel when you have like, like a very certain hormones are released exactly. and things like that when you brain, have a yes, very so... bad heartbreak like when you think about it and I'll ask both of you this mm. when you think about like really bad heartbreaks soon after every time you thought about your partner your heart would race your heart bro your heart they race bro sometimes you think yourself you feel they go somewhere you see the person exactly you have not said hi or you hear some strong way you hear like that's the thing so your heart's like there's a physiological reaction like you start to sweat you know what i mean you actually have a physiological reaction so it's not just like so somebody crying actually is like a valid ah bro Wait no, but, like, but guys, you think you know? I mean, now we are having more of these conversations. Right? Yeah. Right. yeah. Do you think we are ready, like as men, as society? Is society ready to embrace a world where men are men like crying. Oh yeah, men are crying. Okay men men are cry. okay. Men are connecting more. I, I, I don't think society. First of all, like us, how would you think we are ready? I, I don't think I don't think we need to be ready. It's not about being ready. Okay. It's what do about, you think it's about? It's about being comfortable in the fact that. Yeah, I can break down. Yeah, and express how I feel. The reason why I say being ready is because we have been socialized over time in a certain way. Yes. So obviously there is some form of unlearning. You know, I, that has th- to th- happen. This may sound a bit, maybe it may sound a bit off tangent, but it's like asking me if society is ready to kick out racism. 
I, I and because no, I, that's I, I because the point there have been, there have been like there have been a lot of you know attempts. Yeah, what you're saying is society doesn't have to be comfortable with it. Exactly. What but you're we saying still is that, need to yes, put, we need to push the envelope whether or not society is ready for okay. it to be comfortable. Okay, that's what like, I mean. I see happen. where you're coming from. I understand that point. What I want to add, or what I want to say about whether or not like the, the whole society being ready thing is, I think that it is not... One of the biggest drawbacks, I guess one of the biggest blowbacks I can see coming from that is that men shouldn't be weak. So rather than whether or not society are ready for men to cry, I think the better question is, is society ready to accept that crying isn't weakness? Mm. Right. Mm. That's, that's yeah. what we need to accept, mm. that mm. being vulnerable mm. is not weakness. Mm. Being vulnerable is actually strength. Yeah. The ability to show vulnerability yeah. at any time is yeah. not a weakness, it's yeah. a strength. Yeah. Um, once you accept <laughs> that mentality, mm. so if you see a it's man crying, you'll be like, yo, that's, yeah. a, that's a strong man, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really strong yeah. man because he's crying, yeah. As opposed to like being like, oh, it's, it's okay to cry. No, crying is not a weakness. Mm. If you say it's okay to cry and people still think crying is a weakness, people still think men are being weak when they exactly. cry. Exactly. As opposed to like changing the mentality to being able to cry and not about just anything because like yes if you are crying about just, like if you stub your toe and you start to cry that's like okay relax like it's painful yeah but you don't necessarily yeah. need to cry but yeah. like if your heart gets broken and you really cared <coughs> and you really loved that person and you want to cry about it i'm cry, sorry cry but that's no weakness yeah. bro like that's yeah. that's strength that's yeah. you actually being able like that's you showing your friend group that this person meant a lot to me and i've lost something that actually means a lot to me yeah that hurts because the ladies do that. The ladies call their lady friends. Bro, and they'll, cry. they'll get like, wine like, and chocolates and they'll get drunk like, and they'll watch TV and they'll cry. Sure you know, yeah. And the, the thing is that they don't even need to call, like, a guy. there was a story on Twitter <laughs> earlier today where a guy was like, a girl broke up with her boyfriend and she called him over to come and, like, you know, get with her. And, like, that was like a coping strategy. But I'm sure if she called him to cry, he'd have still listened. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like, if, yeah. When a girl is crying because she broke up with her friends, no, very few people will be like, man, why is a girl why crying, crying over a breakup? Yeah. They'll yeah. be like, oh man, the girl's crying over the breakup. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. She must have really loved the guy. But when a guy is crying over a breakup, I was like, why the fuck are you well, crying? Yeah, Do you get what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not he must have yeah, really loved the girl. It's not he must have really loved the girl. It's like, why is he doing that? Yeah, like, we, yeah. don't, we don't associate, that's the thing, like that association isn't there. Crying is not, a we once we accept that crying isn't a weakness or showing vulnerability isn't a weakness okay i mean even general i mean yeah that's all true and then also in addition to that individually we all have our differences yes how we also Mm -hmm. deal with Mm -hmm. because i think i don't know if you guys saw this story like christina chu's wife yeah yeah Yeah, she's been getting some some bashing about well head dancing Dancing, yeah i must say look girl that was some amazing moves she got <laughs> those because I I still can't if, those are African dance moves. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Charlie, so, yeah, yeah, so. I'm sure that is what made her fall in love with Christian Achu because Christian Achu uh, also a dancer. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So I'm okay, sure okay. he left her with something. But even with that, you could you could see that people don't understand how people deal with grief. I have a big issue. And even, even with her as a woman. I, to, to be honest, I like one of one of the a big pet peeve I have with. I don't want to say people because people sounds really general, but Mm. like in general, when I talk to people, it's like try to put yourself in other people's shoes and don't only see things from the value system you have. Right. His wife 
like you said, his wife probably loved the fact that he used to dance. Mm. That was probably something that meant a lot to her. Mm. Now he's gone. She does that in remembrance and of him. And that was probably one way they also connected. They connected. Exactly. Probably, yeah. exactly. So she does that in remembrance <coughs> of him. Yeah. If it's the same as if maybe your grandma used to make something for you all the mm. time and mm. now you make the same meal in mm. remembrance of her and somebody's like, why are you making that mm. meal? Mm. Mm. It's so insensitive. Yeah. Like, don't... The fact that you feel strongly about something doesn't mean that the other person doesn't feel equally strongly exactly. about what they are doing. Exactly. You are not the person to go and tell them what they can and cannot do without first understanding why they are doing it. True. That's right? Really like, that is... I'm, I'm very okay with you. And also, I mean, sometimes... Sorry to no, no, it's like, fine, it's fine. There's an overlap of cultures mm, as well. Yes. yes. You know, where yes. it's like... Apparently, I mean, someone else... In fact, let me just give him a shout. Little... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, our videographer was telling me mm-hmm. about how maybe in some cultures when a woman's uh, husband dies he's mourned for a year or something yes right. yes, that's the true. whole year that's true. Yeah. throughout yes. that time yeah, she'll be wearing she'll black, be wearing uh, black uh, yeah, yeah that type thing so I mean that situation is um, are people from here just reacting Based off of that, exactly. But, again, but not considering that exactly. this person is that, from. That's all it's. It's like it's value systems. Yeah. You you need to be able to give people and like. First of all, I always say ask, ask why somebody is doing something. Because like bringing it back to grief, people deal with grief very differently. Mm. Like, <clears throat> if somebody is going through grief and they become really short tempered, you can't say why are you being short tempered. Yeah. You have to understand that the person is de- that's how the person is dealing with mm. their grief. Mm. They should deal with their mm. grief and mm. not be short-tempered later on. Mm. But right. while they are dealing with their grief, mm. clearly if they are being short-tempered, <clears throat> I would think that as an empathetic person, mm-hmm. you would be understanding. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. if you were de- however you deal with your grief, like me, when I'm going, like when I have a situation of grief, one of the things I really like to do is isolate mm. for a period of time. Mm. I will do whatever I need to do during my period of isolation. I'll watch YouTube, I'll drink, I will play video games, all of that stuff for that period of time because I understand that I need to process what has just happened to me. So yes, distraction is necessary, but also self-reflection. So I need that time of isolation to understand what this is going to mean for me, mm. right? So like when, when my mom had a stroke, right? And I was like dealing with that. Cause like they told me my mom was literally never going to like going to die. And I had to deal with that. So I gave myself some space, right? And I thought about what my mom dying would mean for me. Mm. Like what would the rest of my life yeah. look like? Mm. And bro, I was devastated. Mm. So like I had to deal with that because that was grief, right? Mm. So, yeah, I gave myself <laughs> some time. I, I used to go to the gym a lot. The gym really helped. Mm. But I'd go to the gym, I'd put my headphones in. A couple of my gym friends would talk to me and I'd hang out with them from time. But I liked my space because mm. I, I needed to process exactly what I was going to do mm. and how I was going to deal with that. Mm. People deal with grief differently. If at that time somebody came up to me and was trying to be overly friendly when I wanted my space, I'd be like, no. Nope. Like, no I would I would politely say, nah, I but need some space to, to deal with that. Yeah, yeah definitely yeah. entitled right? to that. So, yeah. <clears throat> okay, so guys, what's the, um, how important is it for men to sort of build communities for handling grief? Like, <clears throat> like what, what, what do you think the impact is of, of one, of a person having a community, <clears throat> a community of people that actually, if you are going through something difficult, you can go to, and then I mean I know Zogba, you had mentioned that you like to isolate. Yeah, but, but have, at the same I, time, I have a you community. Have, yes, you have one. <laughs> like yeah. I'm, I'm, I always say this. I've said this on the podcast before. I'm so grateful for like my community because like my friends are the best. Mm. Like once I come out of my situation of isolation, another thing I like to do with my grief is that I like to 
talk to people mm -hmm. like about what I'm actually going through mm. and get their perspective on the things that I'm deliberating. Mm. So I go through all the op possible options in my head, whatever range of emotions I need to go through. When I come out, I talk to them about it and try to find out what their perspectives mm. on that are. Mm. And they are very like open. Like I said, I can call my best friend and cry and be like, yo, man, my, like if my mm. girlfriend breaks mm. my heart, I can call my best friend and be like, yeah, my girlfriend broke my heart and I can cry. And he wouldn't, Think yeah, me a weaker man yeah, for it. Yeah, so, yeah. so I do have that support system. The, the primary reason, like I said, the pri the first thing I always do is isolate is because I like to like go through it. Like I really need to go to through go it. through it. Yeah, you know, like I need to like I need to self reflect properly, so that like when I go, so that again when I go and talk to my friends about these things, I am not then projecting certain things onto them that mm. I haven't myself considered. Yeah. Mm. So like I can actually have an honest conversation with them, right? And I can also be like, hey, if I'm being an asshole, let me know. Mm. But like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, I think, yeah, I think, I think it's, 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 for me, it's in the same line of things. Um, I'm first of all grateful to family and grateful for my family because um, my mom is like, perhaps just like your, your mom, you know, she's, she's the person that can pick up the phone and and talk to you about everything anything. I have that relationship with my dad as well, but I think my mom knows how to convey the message to my dad. So there are some things I can talk to my dad directly about, but there's some things I need to talk to my mom about. So my mom can talk to my dad on my behalf and then we can all have a conversation. Oh. Okay, yeah, so okay. I, I had to learn that. And I taught that same thing to my sisters because I realized that they were struggling to know what to do with their issues concerning my parents you know and i i just thought about like you know i actually have a hack when i want to talk to daddy about something and i know i can't tell him directly i talk to my mom so my mom will then speak to my dad oh junior say say this say this say this then my dad will call me so my dad will call me ready to listen to right. me do you get what i'm saying so she primes him exactly you know because my mom will let me talk all right and uh, okay 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 sometimes she may not agree with me but she won't tell me she would take that to my dad and my dad would talk to me like a father and son. So that's there. And I'm grateful to God for that. Right? Then I have what I do. Like I said, I play, I play video games. So FIFA, for example, I can play FIFA for time and I wouldn't feel I'm hungry. I'm like, well, if I get heartbreak, you don't even feel like you're hungry. Yeah. <laughs> you don't feel Lose like your hungry. appetite, yeah. Exactly. So I'll play FIFA all and I will listen to music, you know, like just like Zoba, just watch YouTube videos and stuff like that. But outside that, I have two or three people that are around me yeah. that know me that I know I can pick up the phone and talk to and they'll give me words of wisdom and encouragement you know and also let in a few jokes that would make me feel good yeah you know and not escalate it to things that would even create more chaos yeah do you get me so I I have that and it took me a while to identify them yes yeah. you know it took, and, and, that's, and I think yeah. that's one of the challenges with us men because everybody's our friend <laughs> Everybody's yeah, yeah, yeah. our friend. Yeah. You, don't yeah. know, you don't even know their names, but yeah. Charlie, yeah. Uh, so far as you call them, you don't know your friends. You know, yeah. and that's one of the um, risky things I've, I've noticed about even social media as men. Mm -hmm. You know, because of the access and the availability of community, right? Sometimes we end up telling the wrong people right. what yeah, we are going through. True. That's a good point. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. So even me, I've had to be very careful. Because once upon a time, I didn't used to thread about pop culture. I used to thread about my heartbreaks. Right. You know, the only lady I knew was the only lady who would wake up at 12 a.m. 
and thread is hard bricks. Ah, wait, you said you know you know <laughs> drop some story about some your car something exactly something. the Lagon was right? it hard break? It, it was, was a hard break story. Right? It was a hard break yeah, story. Yeah, I, the I was taking a girl out. You tricked her. That like two days. Bro, they, they wait, well, I I don't I don't know I don't oh, know the story. Oh, so, but where have you been? Bro, I like <laughs> I, I, I was like, hey man, that's Bro, hilarious. I was my, toasting my, this girl. I've gone far. I've gone through all the stages of auditions, maybe to the semis. <laughs> all I had to do was just take this girl out for a dinner date, something that she wanted. Okay. Okay. Because I remember I was even running late. And she was giving me pressure. Yeah. You get me? So I pulled up with my car, and my girl thought I pulled up in some G wagon or something. But the car I pulled up in, Charlie, it is now a chassis Abra you know, I'm now starting life oh, car. Yeah. The girl Tell came down, dressed and everything. She saw my car and she said she has a headache. Oh, she said she had a headache. <laughs> my nigga, what? She said she get, oh, everybody has. She dressed come. She dressed get Descent. Oh, bro. Oh. What's even worse is, where, I don't know, this is at um, Lisbeth Say. Oh, okay. In Legon. Legon. Right. So, you know, they have these um, small, small uh, car parks in front mm-hmm. of the apartments or in front yeah. of the flats. So there is a place where you can reverse park. So I had parked in the reverse from facing oh, her coming. Building, yeah. okay. So the plan was when she is coming, you I'll go, get go out from the car, you know, go and open the door for her to sit. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Like the gentleman that you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. are going to eat. So I for sure I'm saying, oh, no, Charlie, I'm a gentleman. You understand? Yeah. So my car may not be all that, that but I got it. You know? yeah, yeah, that's right. Bro, the girl get on. I come up on the car and I say face change. I say, yo, what's good? What's wrong? <laughs> Just like, Everything oh, cool. My head, my head. I said, oh, why? Oh. He said, no, I don't know. I don't I said, you don't know what, but you're coming. <laughs> <up." laughs> like, and you know, when before she even got to my car, there was a car that had just pulled over. Right. You know, and parked. So she was going to that car thinking. That oh, was you. Right. That was you. But when I saw her, I, I just gave her my highlight. Like, yo. <laughs> me are there. Clearly, clearly she didn't deal with her at all, at all. She didn't deal with and my car was such that you know at that time it was this it was a it was a suzuki for those of you who are wondering what car it was it was a suzuki maruti gypsy mm. okay so if you watch indian movies you see how their police cars are yeah oh, okay like, yeah right okay so i got that car i was i was just building up small small but the first thing i did was i got some banking speakers Okay, oh, so you come there to you they oh, play tracks. Bro. My hoofah was just going off. I was Charlie, I was I was playing I was playing ah, music. Man, like, man, look bro, at this car. Bro, I'm sure that's what she was doing. Like, like, this guy's gonna draw so much attention to me. Like I'm all dressed yeah, up, bro. Like he's gonna turn on this because Charlie, everybody's Charlie. gonna see me in the sky. I got banging speakers, I, I got some tinted, you know, um Glasses. Shout out to you for the speakers, okay. man. That's dope. Sorry, That's I got dope. some tinted glasses. Then I changed the headlights from the normal amber color to yeah. the white ones. Right. You know. So when. <laughs> no, I get you. So, there's so there's are... something about your first car. Yeah, it's like my first just... car. No, no, but the thing is, in his mind, he had all pimped my ride. It's shiny. You know, like he was like, I, was, yeah. I was just exactly. halfway through, bro. Just halfway through because it was money. I just needed some yeah. more money to do some more things. So I was just excited that Charlie, this girl is going to feel, you know. Yeah, you don't know, buy you know. a fresh crab, put our bro for there. So said the place for nice. I so she was crying. I was like, no, hey. So you can't you can't really see my car when the lights are on. Right. Because it's bright. Right. You know. So I get down from the car. She's coming to me. I'm going to her. <laughs> I'm going to open the door for her. She's like, oh my head, my head. Aye, Charlie. And I said, Yo, your what? When did this happen? Bro, this is about <laughs> no. just like 
Okay, you mean when the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were calling me. You were calling me that, yo, what's up? Like, why, where am I? You know, girls, when you're yeah, ready before you. They're ready before you. Challenge they won't make you, yeah. You know? So I'm like, oh, okay, so what are we going to do? Should I? It's like, nah, I don't want to go. I was like, okay, let me go and buy the food. Bring it. Yeah, so that will make you chill. like, oh, nah, it's okay. Oh. She'll go and buy Indomie from Night Market. I said, ah. I'm offering okay, you wait, something relax, better. Relax, Bro. Wait, let's all relax here for a minute. I'm I'm really confused because <laughs> oh I'm offering you something the better. The is still on my Twitter. Maybe I'll give the link to the no, guys so you can check no, it out. No, but that's crazy because like she didn't just reject your company. She rejected my. She comeback. rejected your food. Yes, and my like, comeback. Because the thing is, you could have you could have brought the food. She could have taken and the, the food and, and asked you and to leave. leave. Yeah. No. But like she didn't want she to didn't be want seen that, in and around that you car, anywhere. That car ruined. Or, it ruined everything. No nah, man, you, you you dodged the bullets. Exactly. To be By honest, way, you dodged I mean, the bullets. So that's how. Like, that's being you see. So I'm I'm just that's I just crazy. want our listeners and the viewers to understand that. Men deal with grief in different things. Yes. Because bro, my ride back to the house. Child. You're probably playing like. I had to play some yeah. gospel playlist to <laughs> oh. encourage me because what what just happened? Oh, and you know what happened? When I woke up, it was a, it was a Friday evening. When I woke up the Saturday morning, I was on Snapchat, and this same girl was jamming with other girls oh. at the party. So I mean, the choice I, I guess the choice was between <laughs> going out with you and going to the party. And when she saw the car, she was like, you know what? Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> like, oh man, so I called, that's I was like, rough. Oh, how, are you, how are you feeling? Are you are you are you feeling better now? Oh yeah. Did you sleep well? Oh, but she didn't know that you've seen, I had her, on seen Snapchat. her on Snapchat. She didn't oh, know. Man. And it wasn't even it wasn't even it her, wasn't her Snapchat. Snapchat. Yeah, it was somebody else's Snapchat. Else's Snapchat yeah. That I saw and I like. Oh so yeah. I'm like oh. I'm like okay. Hey Charlie. That's, so I guess that crazy. was a wrap then. Right? Yeah, yeah, that was that, it. That was that was it. I didn't I didn't I didn't I I really didn't bother to follow up. Nothing. I just. I was like, I can't be like, I can't believe. It. Like, it's not because I said something bad. Yes, yeah, because of your car. Ah. That's mad disrespectful. That How do you stuff. deal with grief? I mean, I think for me, it's. I think for me, I also kind of like to be on my own. Um, not necessarily. It's not like I, I create an isolated environment for myself. Right. But I just naturally just get into my own space. Right. Mm. Mm. When people come in there, yeah, fine, sure. I can engage, but yeah, yeah it's not anything mm. serious. Mm. Like, I just mm. like to be in my mm. own space. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think for me, that's pretty much it. But also, one thing that really helps for me also is, like I said, I really value the people around me, the yeah. community. Like, I like to have people around me when I'm going through tough times mm. yeah. because they sort of remind me of, you know, no. that yeah. there's more yes. ahead. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, for me... I really, really value community mm-hmm. when it comes mm-hmm. to um, grief. Another thing I also want to add is sometimes yeah. for me, I I share when I know that I have control of the situation. Okay. You see, because um, if it's if it's hot and it's fresh, and I know sharing will not really give me what I'm looking for, I don't. So, the stories like the one I just shared that I put on Twitter is because I knew that when I put it out, then poor laugh, it would affect me. But when it happened. Yeah. If you laughed at me, I feel blow you. Right. You get like <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I was going to say, yes, I was asking myself visceral, so yes. many questions. I'm yeah. like, bro, totally I haven't visceral. been disrespectful to this lady. I yeah. have shown her nothing but love, you know, care. I've been committed. Like the times where I wasn't driving, mm-hmm. I could go to her and just be in a hostel with her. She's doing her homework and I'm just sitting there like come on, girl, just go ahead. Just yeah. yeah, you just like yeah. to be yeah, in just their be presence. In a space, yeah, you know, in just space where, yeah. so wow. it took me a lot to in fact, I didn't even want to think it was my car. 
Right. I, yeah. I didn't know. I, you were in denial I mean, of that. Yeah, because that couldn't be That, that shouldn't enough, even be. Right? Yeah. 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 Breaker, yeah. How does that yeah. negate yeah. all that we have yeah. built, really, yeah. pretty much, yeah. right? So yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh, no, bro. Like, I, I totally understand. understand. Yeah. I actually yeah. had one of the best sleeping nights of my life. When I slept, I slept. I was gone. I was gone now to my sister came to knock on my door to wake me up because it was as if I had taken the shots and the thing I just... Yeah. I couldn't... I, it was just too much for me because yeah. then, look, like I said, I had just kick-started my career. Career, sort of, yeah. You know, I was doing so many things. I started as a photographer. Photography wasn't really paying. This was when they bought pixels and mm-hmm. capture from a barrack from capture and all those people were doing their thing. I was just trying to, you know, I was also working in church at the time. You know, so a few things here and there. So... I knew I was starting something small, small. I wanted to grow. I wanted to grow. So I was always honest with what I did. You know, I actually showed myself to the, hey, this is who I am. So if you're going to really work with me or work with me, this is what you're going to get. Yeah. You know, so the heartbreak came from the fact that I have shown you. Yeah. I've yeah, shown you. Know, you. So what is yeah. it about me did you use to your advantage? Right. That you thought the car wasn't good enough to continue. Yeah, right. bro, that's wild. Man. <laughs> you get it. No, honestly, I can understand so that. Means, that. Now, yeah. Because men can also feel used. I just want to say men actually feel used sometimes. Yeah. It's not only women. Like you can be there for someone. Yeah. And I'm talking about the opposite sex. Yeah. You know, maybe so a girl had she's quite heartbreak. You're there for you're talking for you. you do, there's no mutual interest whatsoever. Like there's no uh, ulterior motive whatsoever. You're just being there for her and by the time you are done and you sing, oh, she's come back on her feet, they just throw you somewhere. And they go back to the same community that broke, that their, broke heart. their Yeah, that hurts them. It's, it's different from being a third person. I'm saying that <laughs> you, are, you are there. You are yeah, in the picture. Yeah. You are a friend. You know, oh, I'm going through this. Oh, and you have the antidote to make them feel better, right? And then when you give the best of you to them, they go back to the same place, telling you that, Charlie, you just wasted all of that Charlie alright so, so I mean uh, speaking about like uh, going back to that same community mm, who hurts them mm. right that brings us to like you know um, the second part of the conversation mm, we're trying to have mm. which is a trauma bonding trauma right? bond, yeah. yeah so when it comes to trauma bonding the general idea is you know you find yourself in a group of people or yeah you find yourself <clears throat> in a group of people or even with a person mm. mm-hmm. right where <clears throat> Your relationship, the dynamic of your relationship is like it's an abusive one, mm. but in between all of that is littered with some reinforcement, like mm. some positive mm. reinforcement. Mm. It's like Charlie, mm. we they beat you, but in between all of that, yeah. oh yeah, we they do some kindness, we they show some mm. small kindness mm. in between. Mm. You get what I'm saying? And I, like I want us to just have a conversation about how that is um, exhibited in men or what like you know, the different ways in which we see it in our relationships as men, right? And one that really comes to mind is when we're in school, mm. like, I don't know, uh, secondary school, mm, uni, mm, mm. you find out, Charlie, boys, boys, we're in a group, right? Mm. Then there's this one particular guy. Mm. The boys all, they laugh him. Every yeah. day, then they laugh him. Some self they beat him and mm. Like, yeah, you self, then they hit his mm, head. Mm, this, this, mm, this. Mm. Then, in between all of that, every now and then, if they say they talk to him or no, then they give him hype. Hey, Charlie, hey, you fall so, hey, Charlie, you go feed to him. Hey, Charlie. Then they go talk to the girl, give him and then they hype him. And then like, yeah, I get, but mm. at the same time, it's like they're mocking him. It's like, he feels happy that they are, his boys are coming through for him for that, with the girl, but 
they're in, like, yeah, but in between all of that, they're kind of mocking him as well. It's like, you can't really get the girl, mm. but we are sort of elevating you mm. to that level. Mm. Do you mm. get what I'm saying? Mm. Mm. I do. When, when you get to that stage, yeah. when you get to that point, to be very honest, I... I wouldn't say it's it's the easiest thing to do to come out of it. It's just like being in an abusive relationship and telling someone, "Oh, nah, just come out." Nah, you know, like you said, because you need your boys, you right? You need them, right? These are the guys who are making you feel like Charlie. Oh yeah, Bema. Yes, and know. also in terms of we talk a lot about uh, support systems. systems yeah. yeah, at that point in time, I mean, I for you, you yeah. that they are probably the best representation of that in your life exactly. at that point in time. Exactly, and that's one of the most difficult things of being a guy. Mm. Which what, what's in particular? Yeah, as in the trauma bonding, oh, right? Okay. Because you don't really have a community outside that community, right? You know, whether it's direct or indirect, it's still a community you find yourself yep. in. It's true. So until you are able to come out of that community, be alone, like in Zuba's mm-hmm. case, be alone for some time, where you cannot have a control of the situation. Now you know who in the community you can draw close to you. That you create your own community. Yep. But when you are trapped in there, bruh, I don't I, I genuinely do not know how you're gonna come out of it. And you never really escape that no, identity. You don't so you, you don't, don't, adults, not, not right? to catch, but do you realize that yeah. for such people until they leave school? Yeah. You see, until they leave school and they experience life in another dimension before they have that power. Yeah. Even a lot of the times they I'm need out. to leave that like that the space. Environment exactly. That they, so like first of all you both make really good points right with regards to the trauma the trauma bonding thing it for me it's like a variable reinforcement thing so variable reinforcement is like um the hardest reinforce the hardest kind of like um association for to go extinct because it happens so at such random times right Mm, mm. so like if reinforcement is consistent let's say somebody does something nice for you every time you do something nice for them you know to expect that. Mm. So when they when you do something nice for them and they don't do something nice for you twice or thrice, you can be like, okay, maybe this person isn't going to do something nice. But if you don't know when they are going to do it, you just keep doing the nice thing, hoping that at some point they will decide to do something mm. nice for you. Mm. That is what kind of trauma bonding is. Because it's like they do so many bad things and then at some random time, yeah, random they'll do something time. nice yeah. for you. And like, so you, you don't know when the when nice thing is going yeah. to come. Yeah. Yeah. So like, so you are in a Why will you stop? Yeah. Yeah. Like you, it's hard for you to figure out when to stop. That thing happens. Like it even happens in relationships, it right? Does. So like a lot of people do that with their, or not a lot of people, but people do that with their partners. Mm. So it's like your boyfriend or girlfriend won't be nice to you for a long time. There's one random day they'll do something really nice for you, and then people will be like, "Why don't you leave him? He never does anything nice for you." And they'll be like, "Oh, oh but no, this no. one time mm-hmm. he did," it. and then there was this time he did that, but it's like it's not consistent. Mm. So that's like when it comes to trauma bonding, that is one of the things that makes it difficult for that person to leave like that because you know space. even in relationships right um a girl can tell you if you leave me you're not going to get anyone better oh yes even guys and all of that is like part of the, the but like with with regards to like the male male trauma bonding thing and like bringing up high school is such a good example because it's not even here like even outside right mm. there's always like the dorky guy who's trying to be in with the cool jocks right. and every once in a while they'll do something nice for him so that he does maybe their homework or something yeah. and then after yeah. that there'll be shits to him and then like yeah. it is something it is a, it is part of human nature I, I know people hate it when you say things are part of human mm. nature mm. but it is because like human beings are fundamentally creatures who want to survive yeah. right so we'll take advantage of people Maybe if it means it's going to help us survive mm. right sometimes that comes out in nefarious ways and the only way we can stop or 
stop our nature is by intervening and realizing that this is something that we are doing that we wouldn't like mm. done to us. Because it will come naturally to us, right? But you need to take the time to step back and be like, this isn't something. So for the person who is in the trauma relationship, like you said, they need to take a step back. They need to take themselves out of that community and recognize that this isn't how I should be treated. Yes. Because if that is the only way you are treated, you think that is the o- that's what you deserve. Yeah. If everybody treats you that way, you think that's what you deserve. Mm. So they need to go to a place where somebody treats them differently. Mm-hmm. So they'll recognize, I actually deserve this, mm-hmm. not that. Mm-hmm. And for the people who are treating him that way, they need to look at themselves and be like, yo, this is, um, uh, like, I'm being a shitty person. Mm-hmm. No matter how you try to justify it, oh, he likes it when we do it, oh, he doesn't mind. No, you're still being a shitty person. Because mm-hmm. if somebody did that shitty, you wouldn't like it. Exactly. So, yeah, like, for the trauma bonding thing, I think it happens, it tends to happen a lot. Even, like like I said, in relationships with men. Like, m- men, <laughs> if men suffer, like I was saying, like, with regards to, like, emotional um, grief or, like, emotional difficulty men suffer a lot in relationships like women are generally it's generally accepted for women to express their emotion it's not as much for men so if Mm. a man is in a relationship with a woman and the woman is being intolerable to him he cannot be vulnerable about it yep he cannot say yo this thing you're doing is hurting me yeah i feel like crying when you do this thing because i'm hurt he he either has to mask it in anger and be aggressive. And make it worse. Or he yeah. Ha- yeah, or he has to he has to deal with it. Right? And like imagine you're in a situation like that where, like you said, the person keeps doing bad things to you. You have to deal with it yourself. But every once in a while, you know, she does something that's yeah. really like makes you a really good yeah, meal. Or yeah. the sex is really yeah, bomb. Yeah. So it's like, eh, yeah, that's, yeah, you know, that's yeah. that, but that's trauma. Yeah. That, that's that trauma how, bonding. That is how some of our kings have been destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? But, but, but that's what I mean. That, but that's that's trauma bonding, right? Because yeah, you are in a situation yeah. that you are happy with a lot of the time. You can't really do anything about yeah. it. Yeah. You just have to stomach it. Yeah. But then like Every once in a while, something happens and you should be okay with it. Whereas the other person, I mean, I don't know if they express themselves as much as they would like to. But what I'm saying is, in general, it is more accepted for them to express themselves in those situations. How they are feeling in a, in a vulnerable and honest way, mm-hmm. right? Because, like, yeah, like I said, if, you're, if your girlfriend, let's say, you see your girl talking to another guy. And you want to be like, yo, like, I felt really heartbroken. See, you can't, you are not, like, that is not something that's encouraged or considered... Yeah. regular yeah. like as a guy you have to be angry yeah. and then you have to go and be like yo why are you well, talking to this yeah, guy yeah. you can't go and yeah. actually be like vulnerable about it and be like yo no like this is how I feel about this thing this is how yeah so two things I want to add to what yeah. Zobai is saying you know there's this this adage I think in one of our local languages but I'll try and illustrate it in our <clears throat> in English you know when you tie a goat to a tree mm-hmm. tie for a very long time and it's there and somebody finally comes to loosen the tie it the won't go. goat will still feel like it's tied to the yeah. tree. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know why? Because even though it's tied to the tree, the owner who used to take care of the goat will bring it food. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you loosen the goat, in the mind of the goat, if I leave here, I don't I'm know why I'm going to yeah. get my food. Right. Still connecting it to what Zuba said about even the, the kind of woman we even interact with. You may be lucky to find, lucky in a sense, to find a bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> who does all the shit you like yeah you know and also goes to church <laughs> at, that, at that point in time your confidence is already so to her 
Yeah. Because when she does something, you can't talk about it. Is it because you f- like um you fear that, that you're not going to find another one like that who will she, do the like, things you like? Is she out of your league or like you? There's there's that okay. there's there's that. Or where sometimes she, it's just Charlie. No, sometimes you found exactly what you are. Sometimes looking for. It's, it's it's a matter of being out of the league, you okay. know, because if you look at yourself, you look at that you're like no, it's a Charlie. <laughs> you are not deserving yeah. of that, you know. So when she is quote unquote misbehaving, you cannot <clears throat> you cannot say no, Charlie. What you are doing. You know, you are even afraid to say it because you are afraid that when you say Charlie. it, she's going to tell you. No one remember me. I mean, you know, yeah. guys who are calling me and right. I'm looking to entertain this thing. You, this small thing, then you are, bruh. <laughs> that is trauma bonding because you know that what she's doing, and that is how. You see, this is maybe Zuba can find a word from this. The kind of effect we've created, right? That makes the guy someone else in another relationship. Right. What you is this? Is like you basically right. carry your trauma you carry into the next it into relationship. The next relationship yeah. Because now, someone that you wanted to... So we, there are people in relationships that when, when you talk, it's like, I wasn't like that before. Yeah. They, they know yeah. that they were not like that before. But series of these experiences have made <clears> them... They couldn't either find a resolution to the trauma bonding, so they had to use other people to escape. And yes. using yeah. that people to escape, they made it worse. Yes. Oh, right. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. That is where... They, they was, what this was is an unhealthy coping mechanism. Exactly. They found unhealthy coping mechanisms. And that becomes... Like, <clears throat> you know, there's this thing on Twitter about healing. Yeah. A big... It's not, it's not just a Twitter thing. Like, it's true. Because mm. if you are in an unhealthy relationship... Mm you will develop unhealthy coping mechanisms. If you are with a partner who you can't go to to talk about anything. Mm. And like, allow me to beat another small drum, but Mm. like this is a big problem with parenting in Ghana. Mm. Children are not treated like people. Mm. They are treated like, somebody said pets. And like, I find that (laughs) as like a very (laughs) apt thing because Mm. like they don't give their children agency. Children are not giving... If a child asks a question, it's like, why are you asking the question? Mm-hmm. Why are you questioning me? Mm-hmm. Just do it. Mm-hmm. I said this thing on Twitter last time. Obey before complain is a military thing. Mm-hmm. It is, it, it, mm-hmm. People do that in war mm-hmm. when they don't have time to explain. Because yes. if you explain, somebody's going to die. Yeah. Now, when that, that person becomes an adult in relationships, they are not asking their partner... Questions. ...about how they feel. Mm. Right? Because, like, what does that matter? Like, we need to get shit done. No. Like, your partner's feelings are important. Mm. So then you get into a relationship, you and your partner can't actually have dialogue about your feelings. Mm. And now everybody, like people are dealing with so much stuff internally without actually having, then it, that's what like, that's what becomes like a trauma relationship. Yeah. Right? Cause like yeah. then now you grow up, you can't talk to your partner about your feelings. Your partner can't talk to you about your feelings. And if you go and ask your partner about Trouble. it, it seems like you are being difficult. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know? why, yeah, yeah. Difficult. Yeah. It That's seems, where it comes from. Yeah, it seems, like, it, seems, it seems like the whole situation is stressful. Bro, like, I have, I have such a big issue with that. Because, like, yeah. yo, I, I, say, I say this. Every time I wake up in the morning I, and I hear, especially on weekends, and I hear people, like, kids outside saying, hey, if you do this thing, I'll beat you. I'll call my mother to beat you. I'm like, why is the child's first solution to the problem Call the mother to come and calling beat mother or beating the person? <laughs> like, kids don't even ask kids questions. Yeah. You know, like, my nephew's outside... Like, yeah, they beat, they fight every once in a while, but like, he'll be like, Why did you hit me before he hits him? You know, it's not like, it's not like you hit me, I'll hit you back. It's like, Why the hell did you hit me? And then he will hit him, but at least he asked the question, you know? Like, it's curious to find out why why he did what he did. And and that's what leads to, like, like you were saying, unhealthy coping mechanisms.
mechanisms yeah. and relationships. So yeah. then people develop these unhealthy coping mechanisms where they, because they can't talk to their partners, they go out and they talk to random people or yeah. do things with random yeah. people. And then yeah. they go into their next relationship. And when they have an issue, they can't talk they about can't it. Talk so about they, it. they go back to those same coping strategies. I know, and, and, the, and the unfortunate thing about that is you just may have found a partner who is ready to listen. Yes. You know, and now he would have to deal with that headache of you not being upfront. Yeah, but even he, the, the thing know. is, now he finds himself in the situation that you probably you found probably yourself in. So you see, yeah, then it becomes a cycle. Unless he is either patient enough for you to get to that point, or he is strong enough that he will leave. Yeah, right. Because it's one one of the other. One has to one has to work, and like you said, the last the last the last bit is. You, you either have to be patient. Maybe you think the person is worse than yeah. your, your patience and your long suffering. You know, because bro, yeah. it gets to a point where you, you don't really know what to do. But even again. then, the person has to get better. That's the thing. Because if the person isn't improving and you guys are still at the same place yes. in year five that you were in year mm-hmm. one, you can't expect another human being to show yeah. it up forever. And that's by the time you get to year five, you have actually become someone you don't know you've yes. become. You, you become only find out when you enter a new relationship yep. and you are Unhealthy exhibiting traits and yep. the other person is telling that, why are you talking to me like this? Yep. Yeah. You're like me? What? No, I don't that's do that. That's not what I do. That's not the kind of person I am. You know, I, so that's, that's, how, that's, how, that's how serious it is. It's a yeah. virus. And, that's how, and, and bringing it back to the trauma bonding, like that is how people like that's how people who end up in these trauma bonding situations might become something completely different yeah. from like <laughs> like once like they get once, out of, yeah. yeah so you need to like the best thing you can do is take yourself out, out of that of the, situation yeah and again like that's why i like isolation after something has happened with you because i like to like because i like to like figure out what exactly is going, going on, on with me yeah. like you really need sometimes you really need to take the time out to yeah. do that like why am I acting this way? Yeah. What am I actually thinking? Yeah. Like literally, what am I thinking? Because mm. when something happens, mm. something really bad in your life happens, th- there's stuff going through your mind. Yeah. Like, I don't know about other people, but when something bad happens to me, I get really angry mm. at something or someone. Mm. And I need to ask myself, why am I angry at this person? Mm. Am I angry at this person because they are causing this? Or am I angry at this person because like, something else. i need to find somebody to be angry at <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, so sure. like yeah you definitely need to do like you need to take yourself out of that situation think about things yeah. so that when you come back you actually have like you said some control and like a functional framework that yes. you're working so that you allow you, you know what you can allow into your space yeah. and what you can allow and, and that's because the, the, the other problem is people don't understand the, the purpose of being alone i'm not talking about loneliness yes mm-hmm. Understand the purpose of being alone. Or the value. The value, you know, just coming out of that space and just having your me time. Yeah. You know, I know life is moving at a very fast pace and people are trying to get a hold of things. But look, you can slow it down by just being alone and saying, you know what, let me take a second look at this thing, right? And then think about all the possibilities there are. Then when you engage someone and someone is sharing with you one of the possibilities you thought of, it opens you up to receive instead people don't do that they, they they are defensive even before they come to you <laughs> you do so by the time you try to help it becomes a war yeah, yeah. now we have left your situation now we are fighting over yeah you know yeah. Some, something totally different yeah. then you finish the call and you, you are drained yep. <laughs> because the thing that you were supposed to have discussed yep. looking for a solution you have you haven't really you fixed haven't it fixed, and you yeah. carry it to the next thing and you keep going and keep going until it leads to the next unfortunate yeah. event. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Charlie, 
Yeah, I feel like <laughs> this conversation, like, it's, it's definitely a deep one. And yeah. I feel like there's more that we can dissect. Are you traumatized? Are you traumatized? <laughs> <laughs> is this trauma bonding right now? <laughs> oh, no, nah, this is cool. This uh, is cool, man. Like, mm. um, I, I just like the amount of insight that we've all shared. Mm. Um, yeah. I feel like mm. um, it's good when men are able to, like, just mm. look within mm. and then yes. break things down the way that we have. Mm. Um, so, yeah, Charlie, um, I feel like we've had a great conversation really. Thank you um, so much. Very grateful to you for coming. Thank through. you for having uh, me. Usually, before we wrap up, mm. we I just want to find out: do, do you just fufu your thing? Do you eat fufu? Yes, yes, yes. I do. I do. Okay. I, I love my fufu. Okay, my Maybe fufu. So. Maybe chicken, so. right. chicken soup and light soup or light soup. Light light soup. Okay, yeah. just like me, I also yeah, like chicken like soup as well. Yeah, weird man. Oh, you like the towel? Oh, I love the towel. Oh, Jesus too. Christ! Yeah, chicken. I don't understand. I don't understand where that's from. I don't know why people like light soup, man. Wait, the towel is the inside, right? Nah. Is, it, is the towel the inside? Like the intestines yeah. inside? Yeah. No, that's that's the yemwadie. Yes, so that's the Towel is like... It legit looks like, it's like, like a fucking towel. It looks like a towel. Oh, I've seen, yeah, I've seen that. It's like, it looks yes. like a towel. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very soft. Charlie, you know what? Normally, I don't judge people, but sometimes we come up with some of parties. And there was this particular girl like... No, bro. Yeah, like dancing song. I don't want to say at the CM, but like... I this person order okay but with palm nut soup then this chicken goat okay cool me to, the next person order this let me to order about chicken the next one but yeah please you have towel I said like, <laughs> <laughs> no I turn my head I said <laughs> I was scared from that shit. Like, <laughs> they were the wa- they were the watch I was like, nah, there's Did no she, way this girl ordered towel. Yes, she took them. And the whole time I'm just looking at her like, hey. Wow. Okay, yeah. so my, my like guilty pleasure is kotoje. Kotoje. Kotoje with kotoje <laughs> yeah, with palm nut sure. soup. Yeah. <laughs> Be honest about it. Kotoje with a benkwine solid. That? And, and it's funny you're calling me a dubi. <laughs> oh, no, 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 but like do you like it? No, no, no. Okay. Ah, okay. Why? Honestly, I don't really they like meat like, like that. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't really like they like meat like that. Okay, okay. I chop chicken and fish. Finish like. Oh wow. Pork, self. It took me a while to even get into pork. Oh. Like, okay. But even that one, self. I don't really they chop up. Like chop that. like that. If if That's I go where I get her, I go cool. chop. By who you first? Yeah. Oh, right, and even right. with fish, I'm like I did chop, but like I said. If it's offered, yes. So, like, you're a chicken if person. If I chop kinky, obviously, Charlie. Fish. I go chop and blast fish, right? So, you're a chicken person. Yeah, chicken is, like, my go-to. go-to. Wow. Yeah, wow. I don't really like meat, like, goat meat, The chicken cow. meat, just the chicken or thigh or breast. Oh, or any part of the oh, chicken okay, I okay, like, okay, yeah. Okay, but, okay. like, goat meat, cow. The way people, they feel obsessed about them and meats when they're ordering Bro, soup crazy. and stuff. I'm like, hey. It's crazy. I mean, no, no. Can, and honestly, I'm just going to bring this up. Do you mm. know I was trolled slash judged also oh. for just ordering chicken soup? Yeah, they were like, yeah, it was a whole thing. Like, you don't donate there. Yeah, oh, Charlie. See, I mean, they order chicken soup. Everybody, they order meat, goats, cow, then yeah, this thing. Towel. The, uh, sheep, then <laughs> donkey. Towel you know, the donkey, towel, and things. <laughs> then you then just, just can order soup. your chicken. Like, what? Like, you know what? Like, we were chatting. Like, there was a lot of chat, chat, chat. Then yeah. I order my chicken. It's like, everyone keeps quiet. It's like, ah, that's it. Is that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Then me too. I I did, I, I get How did you get introduced to fufu? Like this fufu? I didn't used to like it. Okay. 
Yeah, I slowly, as I grew up, just... Make a what? Slowly go. Yeah, I, I, okay. as a kid, I didn't really So I, then I think that's like where it. the problem is. Yeah, I didn't really like it. But now, was, yeah, I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, for yeah. real, slowly, I didn't no, really wait, like, like I slowly so, got So wait, when you were a kid and they used yeah. to give you fufu, you'd be like, I hated nah, it. I don't yeah, want that. You see, hated, that's what the problem yeah. is. That's it so was, it wild. Was, it was a struggle to to eat. What? It wasn't because like you had to just swallow it so you couldn't chew it It wasn't about the swallowing or I just... The process of just... didn't like it. was like... That's so weird to... No, because like, I, I can't understand it. Because yeah. fufu is like a very child-friendly food. That's what I'm saying. It's that's got, what like soup. That's what I'm saying. It's salt. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. got meat. Yeah. And it's got like, you know, it's like starch. Yeah, I don't, I don't, like I it's a very like child-friendly like food. So I was actually quite surprised when eventually I got to the point You're weird. You were a weird kid, bro. And even that, you talk, I, I don't think you're still at the point. I think you are half the point. Yeah, I mean, now yeah. I've... Uh, yeah, I guess I've, you've learned okay to tolerate it. Exactly. Because anybody who got introduced, like Zoba is saying, to fufu from childhood mm-hmm. there was a presentation you uh, see the thing is okay. it's a presentation that's why when people go to the truck buy and they buy for food the first thing that they do is to take a picture of mm. the presentation the presentation is what starts the yeah it's true it's an experience it's not just the food it's, not just the it's, food it's, it's yes. what it comes with flavor like food flavor is more Nasal, like your nose than it is exactly yeah. that's why when you have a blocked nose it's hard for you to taste your food exactly this guy he get head though <laughs> I, I really tired this guy he get head fucking like see look back Charlie when I was a kid my mom always used to give like we used to have crabs and snails in our fufu ah. so like that was like that was my shit because I was like I love snail right so I was like oh shit like okay so escargot. you said you mentioned nails let mm. me just say this went for a play Dates, right when you go to your friend's house when play yeah like, yeah, yeah. The cards, yeah, stuff them. like yeah yeah they gave us uh fufu and snail soup something like i never went back again you don't oh, like snails yeah, i my goodness really i don't understand it <laughs> wait i don't understand that, what's happening um, you don't understand it because yeah. of what you saw before it became a meat on your meal or what because you know no, 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 no. i didn't see it being cooked i just tried it and i didn't like it oh yeah oh. i didn't go back was it like again. the texture I don't know, like, cause it can't be the look. Yeah, it can't be the look. It definitely can't be the look. Yeah. Because someone will tell you. So I, that I, I, the reason I asked is because someone actually said the reason why they can't bring themselves to eat snails is because they see, like, they've seen how snails. The live. snails like, are yeah, okay. Big shell and everything. So, so they are wondering. So I'm like, you are thinking too much. No man, yeah. like when it's like, when, when, you're overthinking when, it. You're yeah. overthinking it. Bro, what, when I see cooked snails like that, that that part. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's, it's not the look. It's not the look. That's what I mean. It's not the look because you're definitely eating something that looks like snails before. So like, it has to be, I know something. It has to, you get what I mean? It has to be the texture. It can't be the look. It can't be the look. It's probably yeah. Can't be the look. Actual. Yeah, it's the texture. It's the texture. Anyway, so you know what? Um, mm. The reason why I asked you about fufu was mm. you know. Um, very soon we'll invite you out to have some fufu oh, with us if you don't mind. Super lovely, yeah, fantastic. Lovely, so lovely, yeah, lovely. we'll just definitely keep my, you posted on that. And who knows, I might just try tau. Yeah, <laughs> you know you have to try you have to try palm nut soup first. No, I like of course I like. Palm okay, how about granite soup? I don't like the soups. I don't necessarily have is anything wrong with the like. I don't have a problem with the soups. Yeah, sure. Of course, it's my preference is palm nut right soup. But it's just the whole obsession with different mm, meats. Stuff. Okay. For me, it's chicken rice soup. You lose. Then you me. have a binibuno. Then, then, then you yeah. have palm nuts. No, I've granuts before palm nuts in that order. Oh, okay. Yeah. You get the order then. Yeah, because like when I when I go to like a truck bar or local restaurant to eat, I'm always, the reason why 
I immediately dismiss the granules because if it's cooked in the house, I don't have a problem. Okay. But you know, granules and palm nut soup, when you're cooking it, you need to be very deliberate. Yeah. Lies yeah. today, you can just do something that yeah. you are not careful, your stomach. All right. You get what I'm saying? And I've, I've suffered some unfortunate experiences ah, okay. where I went to take granules outside. My mom even made a whole sermon out of it. <laughs> you know, I went to take granite soup outside, outside the house, the house yeah. because I, I at that time I didn't know it was that deep. You know, you have to be very very deliberate about what you, you should know what you are doing. Yeah. And when you are serving a chop bar, quote unquote, or a local restaurant, you have a lot of people, so you yeah. want to do it as quickly yeah. as possible. Yeah, about mass so, production. So sometimes yeah. the content lost, is yeah. watery. So <clears throat> rah, I didn't want to just go to the stress. So instead of giving me a watery substance, give me light soup, which yeah. is lighter. Yeah. Mm, you know, rest are all heavy. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> makes sense makes sense all right charlie so on that note charlie holy lily, thank you so much for coming again thank guys you for having me please subscribe listen to sunday fufu uh, on our website listen to gcr.com on your you know favorite um podcast app um apple podcast spotify google podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and also guys shout out to our producer george king george go check him out on spotify george makes great music okay um, so go check him out and then yeah shout out to Little as well our videographer yeah um, so guys we'll be back in a couple of weeks thank you for sticking around yeah and don't forget to like you can interact with us on Twitter if you have any questions yeah, or you yeah, have any yeah, contributions yeah. to make yeah. with regards to the show yeah. please feel free to like ask us on Twitter yeah. I'm Zogba he's Donald Donald. Donald. <laughs> yes. Only Lisa everywhere. Yes, please, yes. So Actually, just, yeah, plug your social. Yeah, so. only Lisa from Twitter, Instagram. I'm still learning my my way around TikTok. I don't oh, know. Okay, yeah, yeah. TikTok <coughs> is a different. Yeah, exposing beast. my age real bad because, bro, <laughs> yeah. I can't keep up, yo. First was, first was Snapchat, and I was almost getting hold of Snapchat, and TikTok came. Yeah. Like, I can't keep up. So, Instagram, more. Twitter, yeah. Instagram and Twitter. But Twitter is my active uh, social media active. page right, yeah, right, because right. of what I do. So, right, right. yeah. All right, guys, that's uh, a wrap. See you in a couple of weeks. Take care. Bye. Peace. This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to gcr.com.